Hi, this is Tony Fleece. I write and draw My Little Pony comic books and the smash hit Jeff Steinberg Champion of Earth. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio on FM 1045 and 106.1. Bebop and Rocksteady. Um. Two fat guys talking nerdy getting heavy. Um. That's, that's next week. Next week. That's next, next week. week. Next, week. Yes. next week. Guys, we are Nerd Thug Radio. Hi. What episode is this? 23, 24? 72. Here we go. Here we go. Virgins. Before we, uh, <laughs> before we jump too crazy, NerdThug Radio on IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. In. We appreciate uh, it. Soon to be, very soon to be, within a couple weeks, 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Ah, sister Stations. Also, you can find our new website, NerdThugRadio.com. Yes, I'm going to post some nude pics of myself up there He is there not going tomorrow. to. It's going to be fantastic. Because he does not control the website. That's true. I, oh. You know, and, you and know, guys, get your blogs in, man. Jeez. As, you know I what's funny? Mine, As we get bigger and bigger, I'm in control of less and less of this. It's to the point now where I just show up and do a radio show. I'm pretty sure I own Nerdthug Radio <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I think I own the show. I Many mean, moons ago, this was my baby. And now yeah. I just show up and I'm just like, hey, are we doing a show? Hey, are we doing, we're doing, doing a show? Oh, are we going to do one today? Oh, oh mics are hot. Oh, okay. okay. All right. All right. Here, we go. Here we go. Feed me some topics. <laughs> so some some quick news, and then we'll jump into nerdy talk. Okay. What do you got? What uh, got? Nerd Thug Radio is going to be going on the road. Yeah. Next month, uh, October eighth, October 9th, we are going to invade Louisiana Comic Con. Ooh, nice. It's in Lafayette. It's Saturday and Sunday, October eighth, October ninth. Uh, we're going to do some media coverage. So we might be hyping it up here in the weeks to come. Uh, hopefully, we'll drop some an interview or so. Uh, one of the cosplayers at the show will be featured in the Joey Savage blog of the Babe of the Week. There you so go. You can check that out. There you go. Yeah, yeah. your 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 blog is is it Babe's Beer? It's and... Beer, Babes, and Bands. Okay. Bands. Okay. See, I like that. I like. Pretty that. exciting. Pretty exciting. The three Bs of life. The three Bs of life. Yeah, you're I like right. That. Her name is L Graves. Yeah. She is a cosplayer. I want to say from like Arkansas. 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 Hey, so. do you know actually? A little trivia for you. Arkansas passed a law asking that the residents of Arkansas not call it Arkansas. It's actually a fine in Arkansas. I could see why. <laughs> I could see why. But they that, spelled it. That must they be why when it. I'm in Arkansas, right. they always look at me funny when I say, are we in Arkansas? Right. Just being stupid. Right. They're like waiting for the deputy to be like, excuse me. Somebody sir, arrest that guy. That's a citation. Arrest that fella right there. Fowler. See, but then huh? you, don't, you don't call it Kansas, just Kansas. They call it Kansas. Not Kansas. Arkansas. Kansas. 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 Maybe like Kansas. So check the Facebook page. Right, right. We're going to have a a new section coming up. uh, Talking about Arkansas. Call it events. We'll we'll post like what we're going to be doing. Ooh. And I'll I'll link. Yeah, I'll link the Louisiana Comic Con website. So all of our friends in uh, Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge, Lafayette, Lake Charles. Uh, We're coming to see you. New Orleans. So come find us. The Nerd Dog Group. We're going to be in Lafayette. Lafayette, Louisiana, some good Cajun oh, food down yeah, there. Yeah, I, I literally just Ooh. thought of all I've the memories. I know the, I've I know the perfect place to go, man. So this is blue. This will be any, my first time. Any really? Tr- yeah. Any truck stop or gas station? We're gonna go to this place. Quick little plug here. It's yeah. called Bon Tomps. as you would think from the show. Yeah, uh, True Blood. Yeah, uh, Mommy Savage is from Georgia, so okay. we drive through quite frequently. Going back to Georgia, on the way back, she found this place, and because it was called Bon Tomps, like, oh, we gotta stop there. Well, yeah, best Cajun food I ever had in my life. It's pretty dark. I'm, I need to double check something, but I think I have a cool story about that. I'll, I'll, I'll hit you next week with it. Next week. I'll hit you, also I, next I don't want to tell the story wrong. Also next week, uh, we're going to debut our, our 
new Nerd Thug Radio rap song. Yeah, why not? Corey DLG, Joey Savage. It's called Bebop and Rocksteady. Mm, mm. You guys are going to love it. Mix it up. Mix it up. love it. A little bit of news for you. Okay, come on. Um, We're going to... I got with James, the Smasher Hatcher. James, the Smasher Hatcher. He's not going to be available to be in studio. But okay. We're gonna okay. we're gonna we're gonna pre tape interview with him, uh, in right. in preparation for his fight October first. Nice, the, very nice. At the Humble Civic Center. Our boy James, the Smasher Hatcher, one and zero, looking to go two and zero. You know, over the uh, last week we had the DLG birthday bash. Yes, in main event. Got, got to catch up with uh, the Hatcher. Quite a successful event, I want to say. Yeah, there was tons. Hey, you know what? Thanks to everyone who came out. All of our friends, all of our listeners. And made the DLG uh, birthday yeah. bash yeah. exciting. Mommy Savage was, was blown away because a bunch of people started walking in that she knew, didn't know who they were, At but all. they were all rocking the Nerd Thug Radio shirts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she, she's like, that's that's pretty darn exciting. That's so, by deal. the way, you know, if you want to get a Nerd Thug Radio shirt, you can contact us via the uh, website. Or Facebook. Or Facebook. Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Or Instagram. Or the Instagram, Joey.Savage15. Corey DLG. You can just or hashtag, hashtag Nerd Thug Radio and yeah. you'll find us. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. The number two. But I talked to the Hatcher and he seems pretty confident he's going to go 2-0. So this will be exciting. Yeah, no. he's uh, October 1st, yeah? October 1st. And essentially what they've done is just extend his fight camp. So he had trained about six weeks. I mean, he'd been training for about a year. But, you know, they go into fight camp mode. Right. So for about six weeks, it's super intense training. Very super intense. Basically every day. He goes in and he wins an 18-second fight. So cool. he, he parties for a weekend. and he Goes right back to work. Well, basically his coach was like, hey, listen, you're in, you're in great shape. You took no damage. Really spent no time in the ring. Let's, let's go ahead and get you another one. And the promoter, the promoters, Garcia, yep. uh, they actually, as soon as the fight was over, they came up to him and said, listen – we're going to get you another fight right away. You're, that was fantastic. That that was excellent. So so they basically just uh, hit hit play on that resume on that fight camp, and he's been in fight camp now. Like I mean, at this point, it's like nine, fifteen weeks by the time the fight rolls around. Jesus, hooray for James the Smasher Hatcher! Yeah, it's going to be a big deal. I'm surprised he didn't keep the name. She doesn't want to. Oh be well, no. Same. Actually, you know what he told me is after the first fight because he didn't want to do it before the fight. He didn't want to, oh, he wanted to make sure he won. Right oh, okay. after the fight, he was like, you know what, you can call me Smasher now. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, after an 18-second fight, yeah. you kind of have to. So it's a cool feeling when you win your fight. It's got to be, right? You know what else is a cool feeling? What's a cool feeling? When feel? you find money. Ooh, what Nico a cool was telling feel. me a, a cool story. Do you remember cool feelings? Uh, cool feelings. Do you remember this? What was it from again? 104.1 in the mornings. Cool feelings. They had like an intern who would do like like random things, and he goes, now that's a cool feeling. <laughs> I wasn't much of a 104.1 guy. Um, Sam Malone in the morning, bro. Sam Malone now. Sam Malone. I like Sam Malone. That was, it was on the Sam Malone show. Yeah. Sam All Malone. Right. Started his own entertainment company. Did he Did really? He? Yep. That's a uh, How good. many strippers are in there? I don't know what's going on. At with least 34, okay. I would assume. I might, yeah. be able to get, I might be able to get the down, though. Yeah? Yeah, I got some connects. Okay. So Nico found uh, some money, and he just graciously gave it to me, which is awesome. Yeah, nice. Um, So I was just... Um, Rummaging around through some old stuff, and I found my old, uh, had an old X Men wallet, and I opened it up. What a nerd! And I was like, oh. so this X Men wallet, let's Velcro? get real nerdy. Was it Velcro? Uh, no, it's a uh, was it clasps all the X Men on it, or did it just say X Men on it? It had the the X on the front, and then when you open like it, the it circle has, X, yeah, okay. the circle X, and then when you open it, it's got like old print on the inside. That's like cool. Oh, comic. that is kind of neat. Why aren't you carrying that now? Yeah, uh, it's it's really heavy because it's got a chain. Oh on my it. god, you, it's got a you, chain. Can I yeah. have it? I mean, you yeah. are. I'll so rock it, emo. dude. <laughs> I know. Hey, this is from my edgy, my edgy days. These are from your goth days. I'll rock it. <laughs> my so, edgy days. Quick when I was story. Like I used to also like the uh, chain wallet, but this is after being sixteen, and so. But I would, I would take the wallet, but I wouldn't use the chain. Like you know, I'd buy those, um, those cheap ghetto like 
necklaces oh, yeah, off yeah, the web, yeah, off yeah. of like hiphopjewelry.com. <laughs> and I would take that and make a chain out of it. Uh, so my, my chain was all bling bling. <laughs> I told you, man. He's intense. There's he many there's many stories of why I became the Joey Savage. That's right. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, it's always a cool feeling when you find money, though. Like, uh, you put on the old pair of jeans and stuff, and there's 20 bucks in there, and you're like, oh, yeah. It's always good when you find it in, like, sweaters and, like, jackets. Sweater weather? Yeah. Who's putting money in your sweaters? What do you do with your free time? I know, right? Is it a red sweater? Uh, yeah. He's like, look, guys, $20 is $20. Back in the uh, the day, as I was progressing to becoming the Joey Savage, I, I was very into the uh, the poker scene. Yeah, yeah. And I made lots of money. But I wasn't trusted trustworthy of banks. So I kept all my money at home, usually like in a safe box underneath. I want to clear this up. You refused to believe that banks could be trusted with your money. Exactly. You were under the impression that banks would keep your yes. money. Yes, yes I was. You, <laughs> he literally thought that banks were like, is that Joey? Is that Joey? Keep Does he have any that money? man's money. Does he have any money? So I Check stayed out of the banks as, as best I could. I'm going to use the word paranoid. Here. Paranoia. <laughs> so I put it usually in a lockbox under my bed. But then ever so often I would just take some of the money and I'd put it in like one of my cowboy boots <laughs> that I hardly ever wore in the back of the closet for rainy days. And I would forget all about them. And then once every six months we'd be going out. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to rock the white snakeskin tonight. I go to put a shoe on. There's like $200 in here. Tonight's going to be a good night. Tonight is going to be a good night. Tonight's going to be a good night. When you're doing laundry. And yeah. You know, back in the day, even now, like we do laundry and the clothes are like two to three weeks dirty. They've just been chilling around. And all of a sudden you just start pulling money out of like the, the pants and stuff. Yeah. It's like almost like laundry is now fun to do because you're finding money. <laughs> I got to imagine with kids, though, it's a crapshoot. Like, it's part-time fun, and then part-time it's like, who put oh, a yeah. crayon in not the washer? Any- yeah, not anymore. Now it's like Lego pieces. <laughs> oh, Some Lego bricks. Pokemon cards. <laughs> that's, that's a rough loss for a kid. Poker chips and stuff, you know. <laughs> Sorry Remember when you, like, would leave a pen in your pants? Yeah, And explode uh, and ruin clothes? Uh, uh, many of good pairs of jeans got ruined to that dang washer. I haven't, I haven't lost a single pair of jeans that way. I'm have so Have you ever excited. done a load of laundry? Yeah, I have. I've been doing my laundry for at least three years now. Oh, wow. uh, oh, 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 whoa! <laughs> at least three years. At now. least three. Oh. Here's here's how I knew. Here's how my parents knew I was old enough to do the laundry. My mom said, "Corey, uh, come put your hand in the bottom of this washing machine," and I did. And she goes, "You don't think you're going to fall in, do you?" And I said, "No." And she goes, "You could do your own laundry then." Sadie Savage <laughs> I was like eight. <laughs> yeah, little Sadie Savage. She's eight, and she switches the clothes over. Like, Sadie, go switch the clothes over. It's know. so fun now because mommy's savage. Like, Johnny. Go go get this for me. Then I'd be like, Sadie, go pick this up for me, please. Nice. It's like a hierarchy. It's, yeah. You can literally chain go of, down the list. It's a you chain of command. Downhill. It's a chain of command. <laughs> the flip side of that, the uncool feeling, is putting pants back on, knowing there should be money in them, and, and not, not finding any. It's, it's like a long night of debauchery, and then you yeah. wake up in the morning to leave oh, wherever man. you passed out at. The worst like, feeling in the world is checking your bank account. I know I had $100 in my pocket. Over. I know I had 100 bucks in my pocket. Now there's only seventy five cents. So, so the worst for me, epic fail. Yeah, the worst for me one time was a trip to uh, a trip to Vegas, and it already sounds like a bad idea. Yeah, and I was down to like my last two hundred bucks. What happens in Vegas doesn't stay. In no, Vegas. It's, no, you wish it stayed. The in regrets Vegas. come with you. I was down to like my last two hundred bucks or hundred bucks. I don't remember exactly, and it should have been in the pocket of the pants. So the next morning, I've, I've changed clothes and I'm about to leave the room. I was like, oh, let me grab my cash, and I reached into the pocket of the pant. And there's no money in any of the pockets. And it was like one bill. It was like one $100 bill. And I was like, "There's, it, it's gone forever. It's like, there's over. no way you're ever going to find <laughs> it's that. It's done. 
Because you stay in a casino. So let's say you just dropped it on the floor somewhere. Yeah, no one's returning yeah, no the paper. $100 cash. Hey, I found this. It's not mine. Heck, Someone we're at the DLG birthday bash, and someone dropped a dollar on the floor. I picked that thing up and took off. <laughs> By the way, mean, I dropped a dollar at my birthday. Did anybody find it? <laughs> I don't know. Nobody? Not seen it. No? Oh, that's Swipe weird. Swipe left. <laughs> Swipe But left. yeah, that's the worst feeling is when you, like, yeah, after a night of drinking there or something. There should be money. When you expect there to be something in your pockets, and, and there's, there's nothing. nothing. Oh, man. Uh, on the I flip side, though, my first cents. trip to Vegas, when I came back, you know, you always say to yourself, whatever money you take to Vegas is just... It's gone. It's, it's gone. play money. Yeah, it's don't gone. expect to bring it back. Right. If you break even, it's a win. Right. So the the, the first time we went to Vegas was to celebrate my parents. No, the first time we went was to celebrate the fact that all three kids were now 21. Okay. So my mom took... Your sister was the last to the party. Right. My, my sister was the youngest of the three on that side of the family. So now all three of us are 21, so we all go to Vegas. The five of us go to Vegas together. So while we're there, um, the, I hadn't really played a lot of table slots in our casino. I hadn't played any table games in our casino because we stayed at a really nice hotel, which meant all the tables were super expensive. Oh, yeah. Because for those who don't know, the Strip, the Strand, where, like, where Vegas, all the cool resorts are, by Friday night, you're talking about like $25, $30 tables just to play your, your blackjack and roulette and all that. You're literally playing $25 an event. Whereas you go out to the old casinos like the Fremont Street, Fremont Street, where they do the cool laser show and the yeah, holograms yeah, yeah. and all that. Old it's, Vegas, it's old Vegas. It's cheaper, but you can have a good time. We had been playing old Vegas. We'd been going around and doing the sights and everything. So it's like the last night there, and I was like, you know what? I haven't really played in our casino. I really wanted to play some blackjack. So I sit down. And there's a bunch of people playing. Sit, there's like five people already at the table, so I'm number six, and it's twenty five dollar blackjack. And already I'm like, man, that's that's a lot of money. Like I got like eight hands, and that's it. I sit down with two hundred bucks, and I'm like that's it. I'm thinking I'm like twenty, I'm twenty four. Go big or go home. Yep. So this, this the nerd thug radio way. This two hundred dollars turns into like six hundred dollars. Oh, uh, just on a run. Everyone at the table's winning. Everyone's screaming and yelling. We're all beating the dealer. They're just busting after busting after busting. We're splitting and we're chopping and we're double downing and we're having a blast. Whole table's yelling and cheering. Then they switch dealers, and it like the cooler. Just crushes the whole <laughs> table. Here's Everyone here's a little tip lost. of advice. You've probably learned this by now, but to uh, fellow gambling listeners, as a gambling aficionado that I am, you quit while you're ahead. <laughs> if you're hot with one dealer, when that dealer leaves, you Walk leave. Away. You get up, away. you go. No matter what it is, if it's poker, if it's blackjack, craps, whatever it is, if you're hot with one dealer and they switch dealers out, it's time to go. There's no statistical data to back that up. No there reason is not, for it to matter. Except for but you're 100 right. It happens. Every gotta time. go. Get it up and every go. Time. So they switch dealers, and it's shift change. They're switching all the dealers. You see it. You see them moving everyone down one table. Like, it, that's just what they're doing. Right, right. Yeah. It's not like – it wasn't the cooler, so to say. Like we it was the cooler. We weren't costing them any real money. But, <laughs> the fix is in. Yeah, but so they are, they're switching people out. It's shift change. So they, they, the lady comes over, super nice lady, but three hands in a row, everyone loses, and the table is empty. Everyone else is. you stayed, away. I'm assuming? I stayed, and I played another $100. And I lost another $100. So at that point, I'm down like 175 from the six, and I was like, all right, that's it. So I'm up – 425 um, I'm walking by roulette and I drop like half of it on one of the thirds and I hit yeah nice so nice. now when I when, by the time I get on the plane to fly home I'm like 800 up for the whole trip awesome yeah that's, that's awesome that was last awesome. time I was in Vegas me and mommy savage arrived at eight o'clock Vegas time we walked to the hard rock they had this delicious breakfast delicious that was called the uh, Bracho. okay 
It was a chorizo burrito with a 25 ounce Bud Light can in a paper bag. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll take that, please. That is one. That is drunk, drunk, so Joey yeah. Savage. By by uh, noon that day, I was completely hammered. Nice. I was done for. Like noon at Vegas time, I was gone. I had like two of those like tall mountainous hurricanes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like a fifth was put in each one. <laughs> I mean, I was done for, bro. But it, it was awesome. So uh, my poker skills were still pretty sharp back then because we were playing a lot of poker back then, if you remember. Um, my poker skills are still sharp. See, I don't know if I haven't played before. I still so I really got know. it. I'm so terrible at poker. I, every so everywhere we go, I would sit down at a poker table and play. So at one point, I literally had this weird experience where we're at O'Bannon's. Is it O'Bannon's or o, or the, that's probably not even around anymore? But it was that Irish theme one, right there yep. on Fremont. And so literally, I'm playing poker, and the table is actually out on the street. Yeah. See, that's the only um, I don't like about. It was kind of a weird thing, but I, I mean, I was crushing about it. old Vegas. I, I was crushing it. I was up. I was probably up like sixty, seventy bucks on the one, two, no limit. And it, it's weird because you play with strangers. So you just sit down and you play for like thirty minutes. Oh, we're leaving. Oh, okay. Let me cash out and then. Yeah. Uh, so you. Can't I really always get tend to make going. friends while I'm at the poker table. Oh no, um, I don't talk except this is my downfall. Drunk Corey at poker is the biggest d bag you've ever met <laughs> is because it? drunk Corey. Back then, when I, I, I was sharp. I was good. You're still a D-bag uh, but, when you're drunk. But drunk, yes, I am. But drunk Corey was good at poker, knew he was good at poker, and would tell you what you were doing, what he was doing, and why you were an idiot for betting <laughs> at him or not betting at him. Like, I would bluff, and I would tell the guy I'm bluffing, and I'd be like, you should have bet. You should have bet there. Which is uh, illegal, by the way. Yeah, it is. And by, the, by, by middle of the game, the, the dealer would be like, sir, you need to calm down. The waitress would stop bringing me beers. <laughs> like, they all of a sudden, no one's my friend anymore. Here's the fun thing about poker, Nico. All right, let me give me, give me the information here. You get penalized for telling the truth. Yes. Rewarded for lying. This is true. This right. is crazy, true. right? Yeah. So, like, if you have, uh, let's say you have kings in your hand, you can literally not tell that guy, dude, I've got pocket kings. You might as well fold. i got pocket kings. Because if you end up having to show, they will penalize you. Right. Cash games, not so much. They don't do so much about it. But if you're playing in a tournament... Yeah, they'll they'll sit you out on the rail for a little while. Right, Oof. you're not allowed. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to influence gameplay with your card talk. My um my my strategy when I, when I do a lot of talking is talk enough and be friendly enough to distract them from what they're what they're trying to do while they're trying to make their yeah. reads and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's like like I said, when, when I'm playing, I usually don't talk, and then when I'm drunk, I literally I'm like I'm like, listen, go ahead and fold your sevens. I already got you covered. I'm playing trips. You're already down. Forget it. And the guy's <laughs> like, I'm not. What do you? What are you talking about? And like, it's already like I'm like, come on, man! I've be, your, your become I've become the poker douchebag when people don't say the proper terminology. Oh, like they're trying to sound cool. Yeah, like I got trips, bro. I'm like, really? Because there's so okay, trips means it, three of a kind. No, well, three of a kind is either a set or trips. Trips is when there's two of the same card on the board and you and are you holding the third one in your hand. Right. You now have trips. If you have two cards in your hand that are twos and there's a two on the board, you, you now set. have a set. Big difference. There. That is a big difference. That is a big so difference. people like jack it up, like, bro, you don't have that. Like, I just I start calling them out. <laughs> it usually leads to like a, a one-on-one rivalry battle. But you're, rest but of you're night. always like a truth speaker. I am too. We have that. That's something we have in common. That's our family way. We are truth speakers. Speaking of getting drunk in Vegas, Ooh, wait, hang on. Before we, before ahead, we move off of poker, go ahead. Go ahead. So go ahead. this is one of my favorite stories. It's not about me. I'm gonna I'm gonna apologize in advance for telling it. Johnny Allison. Lifelong friend of uh, of Corey DLG. I like, I like the JA. I uh, mean, Johnny's great. He's good people. He um, he's got just, a, he's got a baby on the way. He does, and he just gave me like the weirdest handshake at the yeah. DLG birthday. Yes, bash. he did. He did. <laughs> so I had I had beer in one hand. So 
the Joey Savage, typical, I like to reach in, shake the hand, you know, right. crust a little bit, and go in for the, the you one. You bring like the man hug. The man hug. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the man hug. I'm a hugger. Bailey from WWE. I'm a hugger. The man <laughs> hug, okay? It's, 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 it's the, personal to me. And it's I, the I one arm man hug. And I don't do it to everyone, but I do it to the people I feel like I'm close with. So I go in to like do kind of the man hug, but we're kind of going opposite because I've got a, a beer in my hand, and he grabs my hand <laughs> and like looks me in the eye and slightly strokes my thumb at the same time. <laughs> right, I, I, I like, saw this. What, what just ha- happened? <laughs> why? Why would you do? So that? then I tried to do the DLG, and then it turned out well. And the next thing you know, we were getting thrown out of the karaoke room. Yeah, they were like, it was fun. You men stopped stroking each other's hands. Um, all right, so give me this JA story. So it's his first time in a casino. We've been playing poker like friendly games for a couple years at this point. We uh we sit down at the table. We're in we're in Lake Charles, I believe. Lake Charles. Um, and it's like his first time in a casino. It's first time to play real poker. So you were more than likely a cachada. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and so we, we sit down and he's playing at the table, and he just has such a terrible run of cards. Oh, you've told me this story. I love it. He's he's had such a terrible run of cards that his hundred dollars is now almost nothing. He finally gets a win, and really it's not even a win. I believe if I'm remembering this correctly, and he'll correct me, I'm sure if I'm wrong, it's a chop. He doesn't even <laughs> win. He gets a chop. It's like he kissing ties, your cousin. He ties someone else at the table. He doesn't even beat anybody. It's like kissing your cousin. So he scoops back like 40, 50 bucks, and he's feeling good about himself. And when you play poker, I'm sure the dealers make a killing at the poker table because traditionally you tip on the win. I know I did. So you tip 2 or $3. So every hand that they deal, they're making 2 or 3 bucks a hand plus whatever hourly they get So home. if you can get – you usually sit at a table in about 30 to 40 minutes, so you want to try to get at least – a hand of it in. Right. So you make 30 bucks every 30 minutes. That's a pretty, pretty solid. Deal. So Joey goes to tip the dealer who's Johnny. been there. John, oh, I'm sorry. Johnny goes to tip the dealer who's been there for the whole experience watching Johnny struggle through this bad run of cards. The dealer literally slides the chips back to Johnny, taps the table and says, get me next time, player. And continues to deal. <laughs> he was having such bad luck the dealer wouldn't Didn't even want his money. Oh my That's gosh. awesome. So I feel okay. So, bad now. so if we're gonna tell some funny <laughs> poker stories, I, I got one to tell. It's okay. Like, it's not right. about me per se. It's about another friend of ours, uh, Joe Garcia. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, friend of the show, known him for a long time. Mm-hmm. We actually uh, ran some underground games. We together did. We ran some underground years. poker with him. That's true. So when we were doing this. Um, he wanted to play. He wanted. He wanted to go to the casino to play poker. Uh, the only bad thing was. Uh, his his girlfriend, who's now his wife, Amanda at the time, wasn't 21. Oh, that's right. You're right. Okay. So the only place that we could go to the casino was to go to Oklahoma because the gambling age in Oklahoma is 18. So we decide one night, me, him, Mommy Savage, and, and Amanda. And let me pause you guys right there because I get this phone call. It's like 1030 at night. I'm already laying in bed. You're my you're my roommate at the time. No, 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 no. You, you've already moved out, but we've were, we were already been living together, so – so I get this phone call. Hey, what are you doing? I was like, oh, man, I just kind of crashed out. You want to go to a casino? <laughs> um, are you talking about going to Louisiana? And you go, no, 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 no. We're going to Oklahoma. And I said, no, <laughs> no, I don't want to go. And I hung up the phone. Okay, so, so, so Dallas, <laughs> no, Dallas is a three to three and a half hour drive right. from, from Houston. And there's no and reason you, to go to Oklahoma. It's then, the worst in the world. And actually, Windstar Casino, exit one. In Oklahoma, <laughs> up until the last couple of years, was the largest casino in the world. That's so, so take that. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it's about a five and a half hour hour trip because you got to get three hours there <laughs> and then an hour forty five to two up to Oklahoma. Oh my god! So we take awful. off the, the four of us. Okay, we get there literally to to play poker, and the girls are going to do a little bit of slot machining. Uh, within the first thirty minutes, Joe has busted on the poker table. <laughs> 
I, in the meantime, I'm a very, I'm a very uh, conservative type player. So I don't, really I don't play are. a lot of hands unless, especially a no limit. And then when I sit down, I want to fill the table out before I start going crazy. Now, Joe, within like 45 minutes, has busted out, and he's kind of like ticked off, doesn't know what to do. And I say, "Look, man, you want to play some more poker together?" I was like, "Let's head back to Dallas. I'll find us a game." Two or three games before we get there. <laughs> so in fashion, you know, I found us a game in Dallas. We get to Dallas, like this time it's like two or three o'clock in the morning. And, uh, he <laughs> does well. We, we we both end up we play and play some cash underground cash games. He makes his money back. I made tons of money, and then we headed back had back to uh, to Houston. <laughs> it's just you 12, drive twelve to, hour drive to drive five like, and a, to drive five and a half hours. Sit on the like, table for like, like half an hour, thirty and forty minutes. You're, That's you're, you're why done. I didn't want to go to Oklahoma. That's, That's why I didn't want to go to Oklahoma. The only other worst feeling is when you're watching the World Series of Poker, $10,000 buy-in, yeah. and these guys bust on the first hand. Uh, Jared Alito of Joker fame, uh, first time I ever saw him on anything, before 30 Seconds to Mars, before I realized he was the kid on uh, Life Less Interesting or whatever the name of that show was. No, Party of Five? No, no, no. Uh, Party of Five. No, Jared Leto. Party was, of Five. No, stop saying Party of Party Five. Party of Five. It was the one with Claire Danes. I'm pretty sure it's Party of Five. It's not Party of Five. I'll look it up. Yeah. Look it up. Because it's not My Party so-called life? Yes, that's what it was, my so-called life. There you go. I knew so, I'd get there eventually. Yeah, party, hey, hey, hands off, didn't even look it up. Party of five ten times to me. Like it's, <laughs> my so-called life. It's definitely yeah, party of life. My so-called life. First time I ever see Jared Little on anything, he has bought his way into the World Series of Poker. All right. He's sitting down. Okay. He's got a full house in front of him. He's playing eights over kings. So he's feeling pretty good, except he loses to an experienced poker pro. Who had kings um, over eights? Who had kings over eights. Yeah, that's a so bad feeling. So, first hand, he's all in on a $10,000 buy-in, and he's flat-busted out of the tournament literally at the end of the first hand. Yeah, but stuff like Ooh. that is not a uh, – to them, that's, that's that's next to nothing. No, he mean? felt – you could tell because the cameras are there because the cameras find the celebrities, and they always – you know, the, the cameras film everything, for those, and they edit it well. Yeah. But you could you could tell that he was trying to play it off as cool, but he was, he was embarrassed because he was like, well, I just spent $10,000 to hang out here for – Ten minutes. Ten Speaking seconds. of being embarrassed and Vegas and drinking, oh, I've read a story this That's week. That's a lot of combinations. <laughs> yeah. Segway here. Heck of a segue. Heck though. of a segue. Heck here. of a segue. Chevy you know, Chase to all of those targets. <laughs> Chevy Chase has checked himself into rehab for alcoholism. Okay. At the age of seventy. I'm just getting my come on man. At this point, you don't got much time left. Just, just go out, out with the bang, yeah, man. Just ride it out. Go out with the bang and yeah. enjoy yourself. How bad like how bad could it be and how many loved ones are you trying to hold on to? Honestly. Because when I'm seventy <laughs> when I'm seventy, we've talked about this before, I'm sitting on my front porch in my whitey tidies with a coffee mug with alcohol in the coffee mug. Right. Probably smoking a doobie or something. Right. And if I'm lucky enough care, to 70? be 70, I don't even know yeah. what I'm gonna do. I'm not checking myself into rehab, no, man. Come at on. At that point, that's a loser's argument. And if I do check myself into rehab, I've got cameras with me, and I'm making a TV show. Yeah, it's making like, some more. Now I will say boom. this though: the legend of Chevy Chase is the the word around town. What I've read is that he's kind of a huge d bag to be around. I can uh, see that. Matter of fact, the the SNL alums, you know, because he's one of the founding members, one of, of the that founding first fathers. Cast, uh, the SNL alums, whenever they do Saturday Night Live stuff and they bring it back. They always ask if they're going to have to be in a skit with Chevy Chase. <laughs> like they're oh, like, "Hey, man. come on back and just do a little bit." And they're like, "Is Chevy going to be in it?" And they're like, "Well, he's going to be in the, but is it going to be? Is it going to be in my bit? Is he going to be? Yes, there? <laughs> I'm out. Apparently, I am for some swiping them, left is, on this. It is a relevant issue. Man, I just at 70 years old. What's the point, man? <laughs> it really like honestly, know. what's I don't what's, what's the know. point? I don't know. You know what I just had the thought of? I just yeah. remember. I, I know we're running low on time. Yeah, go ahead. We had the poker room. Yeah, and we're playing around all the time, and you and me were playing one hand. And I had never played you. I never played you heads yeah. on. And you, um, 
You you made it. You made you your moves are all. You always make good calculated moves. I play uh, poker by the statistics. Efficiently. You play <clears> very time. efficiently. That's it. And so so you made you made an excellent bet, and I was like in my head, I was like, I really just want to play him and just see what he's doing because I want to. I've never played against you. I've never at this point we never. I never even watched you play yet. So I was like, I was like, all right, okay. So I called, and immediately your face was like, what what is he doing? Why is he doing this? <laughs> because even what I. You probably read decently what I had, in, but it, reality was it wasn't very, a very good hand. I was literally just paying to see how what you I, were interacting with the cards. Yeah, yeah. So then the, when the flop came, though, all of a sudden I'm two pairs. And so then I'm like, oh, man, he's going to be so mad about this. Because then you bet again because you're playing your efficiency and you're yeah, playing yeah. your stats and your odds. And what you don't realize at this point is you're a heavy underdog already. And I'm like, okay, that's all right. And I'm, like, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm betting into you, and you don't know why. And your face is just getting crazier and crazier because you're like, <laughs> What are you doing? It's Why are over. you doing this? So then at the end, when I, when I turn over, you literally, the only thing you said to me is, you realize at the beginning of the hand, when you bet $30, that it was like a one in, a one in 30 chance. <laughs> and then you Sometimes, won. <laughs> and that is usually the typical story of my poker career. Th- those are the bad beats, man. I, I, I endured a lot of them. <laughs> every, every player does. But you know what? No player remembers their great hands to get there. They yep. always remember the beats. Nerd Talk Radio, coming right back at you. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Be mm. Hey, you listening to the podcast? What do you think so far? We really like doing it. Hit us up on Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio with your thoughts. Uh, keep in mind, we're live every Monday from 1 to 3. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're everywhere. Nerd Thug Radio, talking nerdy to you. Hey, can we just play that song? Because I'm dancing. I can't, uh, do, the, I can't I do the show it. right now. I, feel I can't it. do the show right now. Uh, just make sure we don't what? go over 30 seconds. Nerd Thug what? We're just hanging out. Just <laughs> hanging out, y'all. Ooh, Robert DeLong. I love that dude, man. That song is His really stuff good. jams. You know, yeah. I didn't realize who it was. Uh, the other song that you played. We'll play that in the next intro. That's actually the only one I know of him. <laughs> yeah, But this, this song is uh, that's, that's, that's jamming. He reminds me of like what new age 80s rock. Yeah, like if. Which takes me back to my childhood that my mom would listen to. I was driving around to Pontiac. Don't wait up. Don't, Don't wait, wait up. up me. It's like if Genesis was fun. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like if Genesis started now. Right. right. With like the new like the only, Funko the, Pop type stuff. Yeah, Funko Pop. Funko like Pop. The, yeah. You like that? You like that? Be Bop and Rock Static. But that's what it reminds me of. Like if Genesis was like a fun EDM band now. Yeah. <laughs> that would be – maybe he's like Phil Collins' kid. <laughs> we don't know it yet. Phil Collins' like Phil Collins's kid would have to look a little bit like Tarzan, I think. You think so? But just because he did that movie. He did that whole soundtrack for that movie. Yeah, yeah, very much so. You were in my heart, or whatever it was. Oh, that was, I love that song. We are That's Nerd Lone Thug Radio. IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio. Conroe's FM 104.5. 106.1. Sister Stations. You can catch everything we do on NerdThugRadio.com. All of our, our uh, past shows are up there. The new podcast shows go up. There's pictures from all the events we're at. Blogs. That uh, have to do with the three Bs with Joey Savage, the muses of Corey DLG, whatever Nico does because he says he's done a blog but hasn't sent me the information to put it up. I think I, it's going to be I like a, it's it. going to be like a fashion blog. And then we'll have yeah, uh, I, talk about, I talk about my my stylings of I only wear jeans and t shirts. Our right. boy uh, yeah. Zach Attack also will have letters to dead people on there. I think yeah uh, yeah. So it's going to be great. Check out nerdthugradio.com. Victoria's thing about it. I, I, I pitched the idea and she was like, Oh yeah, I would join. You know, Mommy Savage pitched an idea to me the other day. 
and I said, let's do this for the for the, for the, uh, the website. She just wants to do a uh, a gossip session where she just gossips about famous people. Okay. Because she's not famous, and so she just wants to gossip about them. So she just wants to talk about famous people? Yeah, and all their, their gossip crap. Like so your, is she uh, going to like make it up, or like is it going to be real No, just, just real stuff and oh, just okay. you know, get erratic. Just, like, just like, talk about her opinion on get it? Get erratic like okay. she does. I was like, well, yeah, well, we got the uh, the portable sound studio. Yeah. We'll just record it. Whatever you want to do. Talk about T-Swift and uh, Tom Hiddleston no. breaking up? No. They broke up, bro. No. We will not talk about T-Swift. We will talk about T-Swift. We will not talk Remember about T-Swift. Remember episode one, two, or three, one of those early, early days of Nerd Thug Radio, our infancy, uh, and you, I guess it was episode one when we talked our guilty pleasures. Can, yeah. can, we, can we call those the iPhone days? The iPhone the days? IPhone days? Like the that. iPhone days? So if you want to hear... Yeah, Nico, <laughs> that's... Yeah. If you want to hear the iPhone days and hear uh, Corey DLG and the Joey Savage guilty pleasures, oh, God, check I, out episode one. And you uh, proclaimed your love for the T Swift. I, I listen. I, I love her. Still love looking her for that T Swift shirt, so you can wear it. Yeah, no one sent one in. Maybe we can find one. And by the time we go to Louisiana Comic Con, uh, October eighth, October ninth, we're taking over Louisiana. You can rock around with it. There you go. There I you would go. totally we'll get that. like Nerd Thug Radio put on the back. <laughs> It'd be great. Listen, stuff. I just I don't want to I don't want to muddy her good name. Okay, she's a saint. Oh my god, and amazing. She's not. A, she's not the a one saint. good thing about she's this is we might saint. get a new T Swift album because she has broken she, up with two fellers very recently. Well, she's actually been releasing some music. I don't know what it's for. She's released two or three singles already, though, which uh, might mean I don't know, man. Which might mean there was already an album in the works from know, her. Uh, who was she dating before Hiddleston? Uh, Calvin Harris. Yeah. yeah, she's probably she was probably almost done with the Calvin Harris album when the Hiddleston breaks up happened. So now it's like DJ Loki broke my heart. DJ Loki broke my heart. <laughs> so I mean, he got to uh, actually. Calvin Harris and Selena Gomez just collaborated on a song. Calvin Harris is amazing, by the so way. I read somewhere that he made last year like like four hundred million dollars. So I've been jamming the Calvin Makes Harris. Sense. That's reasonable. Isn't it? Because he pushes buttons for music. I've been jamming Calvin Harris yeah, for about 10 I mean, years now. He does that for so many people at this point. When Before the, Calvin Harris got big, the Savage and the Mommy Savage. Oh, oh. We were jamming Joey, some Calvin Harris. Joey knew him when. I do. I knew Joey him. Joey knew him I knew him, him, him back in the iPod days. Oh, okay. Okay. And, uh, he's going to tell you so, now you're not allowed to like him. because No, no, it is. I'm, just, I'm glad that he's finally getting his due because <laughs> talented man. Talented DJ. I hate, I hate people who do that, though. Oh, oh you like t-shirts or sweaty? I saw them three years ago at the Friedmont, and so, like, you're not a real fan. You're not a real fan That's at my all. favorite thing. You're not a real what's fan. That, There's no such that, thing as a real music festival? Fan. The big one? Bernie, uh, Bernie Man? Acapella? Coachella? Uh, Coachella. Oh, yeah, Coachella. There you acapella. go. Acapella. <laughs> acapella song. I want to go to the acapella festival. Nico, that would be I pretty love good. your view of the world. You it's are. So <laughs> you're so tinted through rose-colored glasses. You, you're like, what was it? Acapella? Speaking <laughs> of, Everyone sings their songs with no music? Speaking of, of uh, that, I'm telling Nico in the car. About Louisiana Comic Con, oh, and yeah. how we're gonna go, and I said their big draw this year is gonna be none other than Big Ernie Hudson. Oh man, you yes. know who Ernie Hudson is? I'm DLG. I know who Ernie Hudson is. Nico looks at me and says, "I have no idea who that is." <laughs> I was like, have "I don't want to pretend." I, I didn't pretend. the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Boom, boom. That's Nico for you. Such a crucial line I made it into the song. Yeah, yeah. I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> Speaking of the iPod days, iPhone days of Nerd Thug Radio. I love this, man. There's a new iPhone coming out. They iPhone Siete. iPhone 7 for our English-speaking listeners. Which is Spanish and, for Ocha. And all of our friends who've been listening in Argentina, Brazil, and Paraguay. Ooh, I got one for you. Ready for this? I've been thinking about this since you said that. Yeah, go all ahead. Right, ready? Buenos tardes, Buenos Aires. <laughs> <laughs> because Buenos Aires is the capital of Argentina. Yeah, it is, man. Oh, Buenos man. Aires, Argentina. You waited so yeah. long. You were so Monte excited. Video, I was so Uruguay. excited. Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. Bogota, Colombia. Oh. Lima, Peru. Do they know us in Bogota? La Paz, 
What? I hope so. Bogota. Asuncion Paraguay. What's up, Bogota? Montevideo. Mm. Brazil, yeah, Brazil. Brazil, yeah, Brazil. I don't know what you're doing right now. There was a song we learned in Spanish class in high school. You know the capital of South America? Oh. It's pretty good. Pretty Buenos sure the capital is whichever city an American's in. <laughs> okay. Is that how that, <laughs> that works? works? So, yeah, you know what? Shout out to the South America, man. Yeah. They Holy crud, up. we blow up. Last week it was we Argentina. It. So far, it's Paraguay. So for right those now. who don't know, uh, the Facebook, we can track our listeners and what region they're in. And right now we've been doing some testing with our marketing. And uh, via the Facebook, two hundred new subscribers out of Argentina alone. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Before bigger, long, we're going to be a, bigger in South America. Than we are. <laughs> we're going to be long. like the boy bands when they toured Europe, and they were like, "We're huge!" And everyone back home was like, "What's an in sync?" Yeah, <laughs> I told Corey, I was like, "Bro, brush up on your Spanish. We're going to Argentina." Which I did. <laughs> Buenos tardes, Buenos. Buenos tardes, Buenos Aires. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so great. So iPhone seven, no headphone jack. It's all it's all a scheme <sighs> because now, uh, now they're gonna they're gonna come included with these little like Apple ed these but you like, realize buds that, you stick in you your realize ear. that Apple is not the first company to remove the uh, phone jack. Who would that no. be? There's two other phone yes. big phone companies who have also removed the clunky uh, headphone jack. So okay, you can still plug the headphones in. You will be plugging them into the charger version of the uh, of the phone. So, so you can't charge and put. You like cannot charge and listen to headphone music at the same time. But you'll be plugging it into, as you can see, right into the, the charger right. slot. That's how you, you listen to your headphones. So, so here's, it's here's, like it's like the it's like the Game Boy uh, Advance SP. Sure, yeah, exactly. It doesn't have a headphone jack, but right. you could get an adapter for the charger. So yep. here's what's going on. Here's what happened. Are you ready? So I'm going to break some news here. All right, so Steve Jobs died, <laughs> and <laughs> Apple went to crap. So it's the like, fur- it's not that Apple the went iPhone, to crap. iPhone sales have declined. But the further away you get from where his ideas ended the harder it's going to be for these guys to capture the magic without somebody like Steve Jobs driving it. And so Tim Cook is a good leader. I don't think anyone thinks Apple makes bad business decisions. I'm not upset about them removing but, the headphone jack. Well, I kind but, of am. But everything they did on this phone basically sort of catches them up to everyone else, and they still left some features on the table. They didn't waterproof it. It's water-resistant, but, but there's not already waterproof. a Sony phone that's waterproof. It's water-resistant, not waterproof. They right. did, up, they did update the camera. They did update the camera, and however, they made it Sam, lighter. However, Samsung is still sporting a better camera. And Although I, I want to say, I have a feeling that iPhone always just has better camera quality. No, no, Samsung literally they're, the, yet, the cameras they're putting in their one, phones so. are, are yet, better. iPhones are still the number one selling cell phone. Well, no, and I'm an iPhone person. Me too. I'm an iPhone guy through All and three through. Of us. Here's here's my thing though. If shout you, out to iPhones. Sponsor Nerd Thug Radio. Hit us yeah, up. NerdThugRadio.com. Tim Cook, I got Come your on, back. App. Hit me up. But, but We I like think... apples, not bananas. Okay, I mean, that's true, but what? <laughs> so so here's my thing. If you're out of ideas, why not just at least beat the other guys on the product? Like, okay, okay, Sony, way to make a water waterproof phone. Okay, Samsung, way to have great cameras. We'll just jack both of that. Considering they were, they're, they're taking someone else's idea already for the no headphones, why not just take everyone's ideas and make well, like the Supreme, they phone. did one up all the right. other phones with this following statement. What is it? Nintendo is releasing a Mario Brothers game exclusively for, for the, iOS devices. Yes. It's actually out already. Super Mario was it Mario, Mario Run? Run. Ooh. I only, saw only on the iPhone, baby. I know, man, I saw it uh, today. It, like, I didn't download run? it. Just I, I saw it in for I'm a moment. Like I had like it. this like excitement, panic yeah. in my brain, where I was like, yeah. Nintendo is making <laughs> a comeback, man. Speaking of video game systems, that's in our weekly top three. So yeah. stay oh, tuned so when this excited. segment's over. Let's not, my, my let's not go down this path yet because we'll go. We'll, we'll go get there. there. We'll get but there. stay tuned for the weekly top three. It's video game related. This right. is going to be my but time. Nintendo, new Nintendo <laughs> system. 
Mario Bros. on the iPhone iOS. You got the new Nintendo well, FX coming let's, out. Let's let's roll that Ooh. NX. Let's NX. Roll, <laughs> let's roll that into the into the next topic because I agree with you. I want to talk about that. Nintendo is definitely the market shares have shrunk drastically against them, and they're, they they know, know they, own, they need they to do something. They only own half of the Pokemon company. Yeah, Google owns the other half, right? Right. It's By weird. the way, Pokemon Go has dropped eighty percent in its. It has, and they're doing some new stuff to try to like boost sales. They're gonna be adding a uh, buddy system. So here's, where you can pick your favorite Pokemon, and it will now show up next to your avatar. So here's, you can earn like you ready, rewards you together ready, and stuff. You ready, Pokemon Go? Here's how you get your eighty percent back. You yep. ready? Trade Pokemon. Yeah, that'd be great too. Trading, you, trading, trade, and add Gen two. That's it. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. Uh, there's only so many Pokemon, correct? Yeah. There's 151. Right. So once once they release that into the world, they screwed up. They should release like 60. Well, they did one. Not, I don't know if it's smart, but. The only way to catch all of them is to visit multiple continents. No, correct. Because there's correct. three Pokemon. There's only one you can get in Australia. There's only one you can get in Europe. There's only one you can get in North America. Right, but in the meantime, I can get 144 of them without correct. ever leaving But you America. can't catch them all. Gotta catch them all. And if I got you to 144, see, I probably would travel there. Gotta catch them all. But at that, at that point, I think what would be a smart, because, I mean, Gen, uh, Gen 7 is coming out for Pokemon, so there's like 800 Pokemon at this point. Okay. So wow. they have a lot of... They have a lot of options there. Yeah, but here's I would have released sixty Pokemon because it was a beta too. Remember, it wasn't even the original. It wasn't even the Correcto Mundo. So it wasn't even the one point Argentina. So so I would have released. I would have released sixty Pokemon. I would have done ten that are exclusive continent wide. So maybe you're talking about a total of seventy. Um, and then I would have every update uh, five to twenty more Pokemon depending on how many. If you want to go full eight hundred eventually. You go like ten, twelve every update. Well, I think the I think the really uh, a big market that they missed was a uh, Gen three, which is the Ruby Sapphire Game Boy Advanced era. Yeah, they got to get Gen one out though, and you also got to realize well, Gen that one's out. I mean, Pokemon is also the they're developing a, a game for the new Nintendo system that'll be coming right. out. Right. So, so I mean, they got their hands in a bunch of different they, stuff. They did, but the Pokemon Go it was sort of an explosion, and now it's a hard drop. I still play. It's a hard drop. Pokemon. But Go. they could have got to catch them all. You, they could have kept everybody. Rolling they with it, they could have. If every every three to if every three to five weeks they were like, hey, we're gonna do another fifteen twenty Pokemon, gotta go get them. Right. Um, also trading, also trading would be great. Trading, and then also if the battling was a little bit more controlled. All you do is just smash buttons, which I like because I'm a so button all of smasher, that, and I've never played it. And you've never played the yeah. game, and I know how to make it better. Which <laughs> which really is disappointing to me that Pokemon Go did what it did. Yeah. Well, it was just such a phenomenon, and then it was just nothing. Phenomenon. But, but th- so here's the thing. Here's the thing about marketing. Phenomenon. That, uh, you're going to soon learn in your classes as you as you All take right. and, and learn. This is what I learned in, in my business classes. It's Teach not. Me. A, it's, it's not enough to just explode, because right. ex- exploding half. How many yeah. one hit wonders? Yeah. How many brilliant yep, yep. ideas? How many clear Pepsi? It we was such a it was such a lightning bolt. Crystal Everyone, Pepsi. Everyone was like, "Holy crap, Pepsi's it, clear." I like it. And, Crystal Pepsi. And they couldn't support and follow through. They actually ran out. They sold so many initially that they ran out, and in the time it took them to reload, interest had died. All on the radio. We blew up in Argentina with 200 listeners. we got to keep the ball rolling That's right. and continue to grow so in South America. For Pokemon Go to have such an initial burst, fantastic. They probably made a killing in that month. But then you know what they did? They let the property sit on the vine they and dwindle. They didn't You've got to create it. a way to keep people consistently coming back to interact over and over. And not a full 100%. You're going to have a drop-off. You're going to have a decline. Yeah, there's correct, never, correct. it's never perfect. Uh, in, in subscription-based sales, things like that, like comic books, comic books traditionally see a 3 to 7% drop-off month to month. And then when they have a big event, everyone comes back. And then 3 to 7% drop, 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 drop. Oh, big event, everyone comes back. 
So you, you're going to plan it out that way. But to have 80% drop off because you've already done 150 Pokemon, like, you've got to plan better than that. You definitely do. You have access to the Pokemon. Everyone knows what a Pokemon is. I don't even... I can name like three of them, but if I saw one, I'd be like, hey, that looks like a Pokemon. Yeah. Actually, that's just a little boy walking down the street with Well, he looks like a Pokemon. Yeah, he probably does. Chop those wings off that kid. Chop those wings off that kid. But, um, so to me, what what you'll learn with marketing and such like that is you take advantage of the explosion to maintain a business. That's fair. You that's don't fair. explode and then go, hey, we did it, and, and pop yes! bottles. And then just fizzle and, out and, and die. And blow the money, and then we you wake up a week later. We reached 100 listens. Right. No, we keep going, Nerd yeah. Radio. Because when you when you roll out of bed the next morning, okay, you had a hundred listens yesterday. What'd you do today? Exactly. Listen, and for all of the Nerd Thug Radio family out there, stop talking to us. Thank you for listening. Not you guys. Oh, the listeners. Oh, thank okay. you for listening. And people are always asking us. They asked us last week at the, at the bash. You know what can we do to, to help you guys? Just share post on Facebook. Yeah, man. That's all you got to do. Anytime you enjoy it, anytime we say something funny, anytime you say something you like. Comment on the Facebook page. Just mention us. Mention us. Share every week. We put up the new podcast. Share it with your friends. The more people we reach, the better we have. Anything, we have. anything you see us doing that you want to participate in, show up. Yeah, just Come show up, man. Come on out with us. There were so many people that we uh, got to meet this past weekend. And then Space Cadets Con, we had a lot of, we had a strong showing at that. We sure did. I mean, we had people just, they just came to Space Cadets Con and hung out with us. So if you guys want to go with us to Louisiana Comic Con, August oh, or man. October eighth, October 9th, hit us up, Lafayette, Louisiana. Or if you hit want us to up. if you want to watch an MMA fight, October first at the Humble Civic Center. Hit up the DLG. Yeah, let us know. Hit up the DLG. All right, I'm gonna call you out here for a second, DLG. All right, what I do? I talked to a listener this week. Okay, good friend of ours. Oh, her name is Miss Felchek. And she whatever was, she said is a lie. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> don't believe her. She she was listening to the to the radio. I have show. no memory of this. She was listening to the radio show. Define and she was especially. Interested in the Would You Rather segment we did last week. Okay. Uh, but then she says, Corey wants to be a mermaid. I call BS. He's afraid of dark water, and he's afraid of sharks. How is he going to be a mermaid? You got called out, bro. So, I mean, do you want me to reply to that? I do. I want you to rebuttal. Uh, listen, listen. We're going to build a wall, and it's going to be so big. Are you Trump now? And so great. And it's going to have my name all over Are it. Are you Donald Trump now? And now it's going to be 10 feet higher because I questioned the wall. <laughs> Donald no, Trump the mermaid. <laughs> but so here's, here's what's going to happen here. Uh, I am deathly afraid of sharks. And you cannot go into uh, dark water. I also refuse to get into dark water. Part of the reason I refuse to get into dark water is because I'm on the food chain and I'm not mobile in the water. I float <laughs> at the top. You're not very mobile, period. Right. So, but if I'm a mermaid, You're... I'm pretty mobile in the water. So now I've got a runner's chance. Something's coming. I should be able to get away. More like a, a speedwalker's chance. But as, I, as I've been... Guatemala's first medal was a silver medal in speedwalking. See? Hey, but you're Panamanian. Bada boom. This is true. Real guys so, in the room. God, I hate that. So here's what, here's combo. the other thing. I would be the land combo breaker. I would Killer be instincts. the land based mermaid. Like I said, what is a land based mermaid? Here's you, what I said. I you would, don't have legs. How are you going to? I would take the mermaid show on the open. So road. he'd be like a circus mermaid. Yeah. People so would, he'd be in prison. I would be like <laughs> I, I would be like a, the Bat Boy celebrity. Like people would come hang out with me. All they'd come see me every day. What was that show? It Chicks like, would want to do me because I'm the only mermaid. No, they wouldn't. Like, it's I like, would be totally uh, awesome. You'd be like, that was that show FX, the oddities, where they, like, followed the circus people? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Except Horrible. I'm a real oddity. I'd be a mermaid. <laughs> so, like, I'd hang yeah. out. I'd go to SeaWorld. I'd be their constant attraction. They'd pay me crazy money. Why? They've got, well, I guess they don't have uh, yeah, killer wells anymore. Yeah, they're allowed to use anymore. the wells anymore. No more orcas. But, ladies, you could get in the water with me anytime. With a mermaid. Hey. 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 Do you like mermaids? Do you want to see a mermaid? That's right. My co-host. 
is a mermaid. See? So like I would, DLG. Just, I would be like a mermaid I would be like of the, the biggest mermaid of the year. I'd be like Kathy Griffin and be like that huge D list that everyone knows. You are a D list. It'd be like a, I am. Uh it'd be it'd be the Corey the Mermaid DLG. Speaking of D list, have you seen the new Denver Bronco shirts? No. They got the big D. Right. And it says, I like the D. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Um <laughs> Have and it's funny because the chicks are wearing it. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay oh, with man, that. I love but it. the first time, like, a guy is walking through the room wearing that. What's you, wrong with that? You got some, I got some yeah, questions. Yeah, I mean, hey, to each their own, baby. To each their own. I got some questions. This is a new world, bro. I got some questions. New world. Have you guys, uh, do, do I have 20? It's a whole new world. Have you guys world. ever been to the, uh, uh, the Denver have, Airport? Uh, no, I have not. I have been to the Denver Mall, which is pretty baller. Uh, the Denver Airport is probably the craziest place you'll ever go to. I doubt not. I, I bet. Oh, Atlanta's Atlanta's pretty. pretty yeah. Atlanta no, is like uh, the hub of the East, bro. Yeah, probably. But I mean, the, at, oh, <laughs> denied. I've been to that one. Denver, the Denver Airport yeah, has all yeah. these crazy murals on the wall. There's probably all kinds of crazy conspiracies about it. But outside of the Denver Airport, there's a giant Bronco that is blue and has searing red eyes that light up. That's awesome. It looks like that a giant awesome. demon horse. Even better. Yeah. And the, uh, it's so Sponsored great. Sponsored by John Elway. You realize that the Denver Broncos, that's their, their mascot. No, I know, but it's the, giant, the Bronco. giant blue demon horse. Yeah, is, that's their logo. Yeah, it's giant a Bronco. blue demon it's a Bronco. Bronco. It's yeah. Bronco. It's a Bronco, not a horse. It's a Bronco. It's a Bronco. Bronco. Right. Bronco. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, when it's a red-eyed blue the sculptor, oh, Jay Samson, the sculptor that Bronco. was originally, mm. the original sculptor that was working on it uh, died. It, he died. The horse fell Called on him. Called it. The horse fell on him? And he died. I was just about to ask what killed him. <laughs> so the horse fell on him and he died. So his brother came in and finished it. And when they finally unveiled it, it looks like a demon. And yep. then he's like, this is the demon that killed my brother. I'm leaving. Bye, guys. Thanks for the money. That's wow. fantastic. That's a great story. So By the way, your, if something ever kills me and you get the money to finish it, make it look as crazy as you want. I respect this that. This sounds so good. It's probably going to turn into a Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you see that meme that came out today? The last guy I'm traveling with. That was Tom uh, Hanks? that was our listener, uh, Donnie Utah. Okay, okay. text us that. I will never travel with Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good record. Not a good record. Not a good record at all. So so interesting enough. Uh, I've been I've been seeing the previews for that, and I know the story. Okay, I'll I'll here's here's what I will say. It's a, probably a little too honest of an evaluation of myself. I don't really like the story of Sully. I don't necessarily think he was a great hero. I understand what he did. I understand that lives were saved. Um, but that's sort of like every pilot is supposed to be able to do that if something right, goes right. wrong. Like he's not special in that regard. I don't feel like. I hope not. I hope every time I get on a plane, the pilot's like, if stuff goes down, I'm I got this your water. back, guys. I right. got your back. That's that's what I want every one of my pilots to do. So I sort of like, yes, he did it, and I guess the timing was interesting. Like we needed a hero. America was kind of down. I don't remember what was going on at the time, but I remember there being some. What year was stuff. it? This is a few years back now. I, don't know. I, I just remember. I remember like the the tone. Was sort of low, and then he lands in the Hudson and saves 140 people. Yeah, yay! Sully's a hero. America. I, I just feel like every pilot of every plane that I've ever been on hopefully can do that. I'm never traveling with Tom Hanks. No, never, never. never. What if? Oh God. Okay, here's what. Would happens. you rather? All right. Here we no, go. no, no. So here's what happens. All right. You're what, going on your trip. Deal? Everyone's in. S- stuff in the overhead bins locked. You're down in your seat, buckled. You look up. They're closing the window to first class. You catch a glimpse, and Tom Hanks is shaking someone's hand with the selfie as he sits down. Oh, my God. I'm, like, I'm out. Oh, no, 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 no. I went off the plane. I went off the plane. I went off the plane. Oh, my and God. It's Jason Bourne. Right. Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. I'm out. And Swipe, then, swiping left on that plane. And then, and then they safely land in Des Moines. <laughs> Des Moines, Iowa? Yes. I, every time I think of something really boring, it's Des Moines. Des Moines. <laughs> 
Everything else is something boring. It's hey, Delaware. To... Anytime. So as a writer, Delaware. Boring. Every Oregon. time I want to like destroy a city in a comic book or something, Delaware. I do Chicago. Why? I don't like Chicago. What? Why? I had some, I had some bad experiences travel wise in Chicago. What, happened? Would, what happened to you in Chicago? Well, it just was so. I mean, I got Kanye stuck in West Chicago. is from Chicago, so he I wants got to stuck in Chicago once. Okay, so here's what happened. Did you eat some pizza? Nah. You have a Chicago oh, dog? I was stuck oh, in the airport. Man. It was like a storm. Okay, so here's There's what happened. There's a storm of brewing. Went on, uh, I've had two different trips to Chicago. Winter is coming. Both times, delay, massive delays. Yeah, we were there um, for like three hours. Now, both times, I went on some interesting adventures and had fun. However... You were stuck in the airport. I was stuck... Well, no, I, no I, I, went, I went on adventures. Because they were like... Both times, they were like, we're not leaving anytime soon. Like, uh... Oh, so see, the first was... time, uh, I had gone up to Chicago to see Austin Ford, friend of the show... Was going to do some drag racing. He had made it to the All-Stars that year. All-Stars. So his girlfriend and I actually traveled together up to Chicago to see him race. And That's then we, fair. we were traveling back because he had to go with the, tr- with the cars and yeah. the trailer and drive all that stuff back. Yeah. So we fly back. All right. That makes sense. So when we get to the airport, they're like, hey, uh, you guys are going to Houston. And we were like, yes, we are. And they're like, no, you're not. It's a crazy storm blowing through. We're not going to send anything to Houston for 17 hours. Oh okay, gosh. well, so we out. All of a sudden, we're kind of stranded. And, and then they go, on top of that, the next flight after the 17 hours isn't until, like, nine hours later the next day. Oh, my God. So you're like, I was like, wait, you're not going to, like, reschedule the flight because you're canceling 17 hours worth of flights? And they said, we don't do that here in Chicago. <laughs> so <laughs> so we basically have the whole... Right. We're the home of NBA championships. We right. do what we want. We basically have a whole extra day in Chicago. So we go to the dumb park. We see the stupid bean. The they stupid were having bean. a jazz festival. Nice, very nice. I did nice. see BB King play live and for free. That's awesome. Wow. That's awesome. How do you how, how do you want to destroy the Chicago now? So we get back. Destroy Delaware. We we get back. We have no listeners land there. Here. So the whole time That's though, the reason. Uh, my buddy Austin, uh, we're staying with an old friend of hers in Chicago, and he doesn't know her. He doesn't know the friend, so he's like, "Why don't you guys? Just, how about I just get you guys a hotel and you don't have to stay with with this friend? I don't know who the friend is. I don't. You know, I'm not yeah. totally cool with this." And I was like, "Look, dude, it's not a big deal. It's gonna be totally free. It's just way easier that way." Uh, so that's what we do. But the whole time he's just sending me like the boyfriend text messages like, Hey, what's going on? What do you guys, what's, what are y'all up to? Like, what's <laughs> happening? Are you guys hanging out? What are y'all doing? And it's like, come on, man. Like we're just, it, it's three people. Sitting so around. Austin is the reason you want to destroy Chicago and no, every no. single no, no, thing no. you write. Wait. So then we land here in Houston eventually. Yeah. Eventually. When we get here, it didn't even rain here in Houston. No storms rolled through Houston. They were going to head that way and they redirected, but the city of Chicago had already decided to cancel flights anyway. So then when I when I'm back to back to back, they can do that. So when I'm when I'm talking to people here in Houston at the airport about it, because I was like, because my bags. okay, so this is part of it. My bags made it to Houston the day before. So allegedly (laughs) planes aren't even leaving Chicago and my bags made it to Houston and I was stuck in Chicago. That's hilarious. Yeah. So I get there and they're like, oh, yeah, no, Chicago just does that. O'Hare just does that all the time. So that's why I want to destroy Chicago and everything. Because they can't keep their airport together long enough to send me with my luggage. Joey Savage, I firmly endorse the city of Chicago. Destroy Delaware. Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs> Lone Star Community Radio is on FM. That's right. Set your radio dials and your button presets to Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1 coming in June 2016. To celebrate this edition and the addition of video versions of our talk show and music shows on YouTube and cable TV, we are offering special sponsorship rates, which include free audio spots that are played throughout our broadcasts. Interested? Check out our sponsor rates for shows just like this one you're listening to right now online at IRLoneStar.com sponsor. 
or call the station at 936-647-5747. Reaching the people of Montgomery County with Montgomery County's community radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are the undisputed tag team champions of Nerd Thug Radio, Bebop and Rocksteady, Woo-hoo! the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG, and our manager, Nico, Nico D. Jizzle. Is this the first time we've introduced ourselves this episode? I think so. Jizzle. We've said Nerd Thug Radio, but we've never I don't know if we've said you Joey, know, Savage. Joey Savage. Corey DLG. I blame I, my co host. Well, I did say last segment. Um, no one wants to know, or the first segment, how I became Joey Savage. True, true, but no one but introduced me. But by episode 24, you schmucks should know who we are by now. Oh, schmucks. Schmucks. Oh, I'm sorry, Buenos Aires. You wanted that so bad. It's lo siento, Buenos Aires. What does that, what does that mean? Is I'm that... sorry, Buenos Aires. Oh, in oh so you were saying Espanol yeah. that you're sorry to Buenos Aires. Right. Okay. That makes sense. But, That's reasonable. Sense. But if you say I'm sorry, Buenos Aires, it rhymes. I'm sorry, Buenos Aires. Lo siento. You know, it's always weird when I listen to like foreign music, rap and rock. Yeah. Like right now the Chili Peppers have this Japanese metal teenage band like on tour with them. <laughs> and so they're playing some of their stuff and I was like, what are they even saying? Just sounds um, a bunch of pots and pans. That was uh, I had. Okay, here's here's a fun here's a fun little story. All right, let's try to do this oh, real yeah, quick so we yeah. can jump into All top right. three. So I have a Brazilian friend. His name is Axel. Probably okay. the greatest name ever. <laughs> that's what even a better. Name. Yeah, because that's a Portuguese name, obviously. Obviously. So uh, Axel here, he's he's t- he's telling me, and he's like, "Well, yeah, because they speak Portuguese in Brazil." Obviously. Nailed it. <laughs> Way to go! I just put that together. Way to go, Nico DLG. <laughs> Anyways, so he's like, he's like, I remember, he's like, I used to watch the Disney Channel. They're all in English, obviously, and he's like, but I, I you know, I only, I only spoke Portuguese, so I just didn't understand. But I, you know, he's like, but I listened to it and I enjoyed the music, and I was like, I have no idea what they're saying, just dancing around, and I was like, that's just great, <laughs> just enjoy. Something. Do you remember in Kill Bill the band that was playing when she cuts? Yeah, off yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, uh, Seventy, whatever they were called, yeah. the Seventy uh, Crazy Eighty Eight Gang. Yeah, Crazy Eighty Eight. So I, I dug that song, so I sought out some of their other songs. Yeah, they were a Japanese band. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, like, 30 seconds into every song, I was like, ah, I'm out. And swipe left. <laughs> so I just thought it was funny because he's like, he's like, and then when I finally learned English, I was like, hey, it's not it's as good as I It's pretty good. Yeah, it probably makes it worse. <laughs> pretty once good. You learn the lyrics. Yeah. Nothing can get worse than segment three and Corey DLG's intro to yeah. The Weekly Top Three. I believe in a weekly top three. Just listen to the weekly top three. I believe in a weekly top three. Just listen to the weekly top three. I like the darkness right there. Yeah, you like it? Yeah. It came to me right before we did it. I was like, Nico, oh, do the darkness. look up the darkness. The darkness, all right. Great, yes. great 80s so, type rock band. Every time we mention something great, Nico has no idea what it is. We tell him to listen to it. We he never him. does it. So it, I, somewhere I want to believe there's this massive list of things we've that he's compiling in his head. Like, <laughs> But he hasn't done any of them. No, yet. no, things but like. Like, uh, did you ever see the movie with uh, Stephen King? Uh, it was about aliens. Oh yeah, and the guy had like the magic room in his head where he filed all of his memories. He had yeah. like a memory Sounds warehouse. Pretty good. It was it was an interesting movie. 
in Nico's memory warehouse, there's a whole room. It's like stuff Corey and Joey have told. Joey me Savage and Corey Deal are just walking around. Yeah. Stuff. Nico this, Nico like, this, just, Nico like this. chalkboards just covered in words that now have no. I meaning. just think of the like the uh, Reed Richards that room where he's got like all the problems he yeah. has on the walls, <laughs> but it's just lists of things that I have to do. So now, like now, they just like random words on a game. Like you just walk in, he says it says bubbles. I don't even know don't what know that was in reference to now. I don't yeah, even this know. was, I think, sometime they the darkness this of October. What's a tra- Travis Barker. The darkness? What is this? Is a plague or something? <laughs> Google the plague. Google the plague. So Siri, this week, tell me about the plague. This week, our weekly top three, we are discussing our top three video game systems. Nico is super excited about this. This is, well, this is, this is my chance. He is man. excited about this as me and DLG get excited about seeing boobs. Oh, That's how excited wow. Nico is about these video games. Then. Thank goodness. Yeah. So, uh, in a typical Nerd Thug radio, radio fashion. Worst is first. Worst is first. Nico, uh, mine top is three. A historical, historical landmark in the uh, home of video games. So the Magnavox, video game 101. Is that yeah. what this is? The Magnavox Odyssey 2, the first successful home console released, <laughs> I think, the 1970s? I've never even heard of this thing. Oh, yeah. The what? The Magnavox t- Odyssey 2. I asked Nico, I say, are you going to go super meta on this because you love video game systems? He's like... It's all historical based. It's like great because mine is all pleasure based. <laughs> so, um, how many games are on this thing? Was uh, this Pong? Uh, no, there was Pong machines, and you could play Pong on it. Um, but what you would the do is you would take game? they would take screen overlays and you'd put them onto your TV, and then like the actual screen only had like white dots and stuff that you can move around with the controllers. I don't even understand why that's wait a fun. So you would put like an overhead transparency on your TV to interact with the game. In order to accomplish the gaming thing. Yes. And that's, this is your third favorite video game system of all time. This is not this, a video game system. This is arts and crafts. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, this is, this is is the old video games. So this is Odyssey 2? Odyssey 2. The Magnavox Odyssey 2. You know, 2. Odyssey 1 was launched into space and three people <laughs> rode it to the moon. Boom. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> so yeah, a little bit of I don't even history. get this. What is this Odyssey thing? <laughs> all okay. Right. Okay, so that was your number three. That's okay, my number let's, three. let's go to Corey's all number right, three. Thanks for ruining the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all downhill from here. It's all downhill from here. We sing a lot on this show. Who's that? Who's that? Bebop and Rocksteady. No, that's Sugar Colt. I don't like Sugar Colt. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Can we continue with him? No, I want to stop everything right now. This you don't, don't like Sugar No, Cole? I don't. I don't. All right, there's oh, the revelation God. for All us. Right. Okay, and this is how Nerdthug Radio breaks up. This is the fallout. <laughs> this is the, the fallout. It, right it goes here. from Odyssey two to Sugar Cold. What if I just <laughs> drop the headphones and slam the door right <laughs> now? Like, I'm, just, I'm out. <laughs> I guess me and Nico would finish the show, <laughs> and we'd find a new co-host next week. <laughs> J- James the Smasher Hatcher permanently. <laughs> Replaced. Uh, Turns into the MMA hour. Um, <laughs> oh, we talk is MMA and wrestling from here on out. My number three is actually going to be the Sega Genesis. Okay, not in my top three, so this is great. Good okay. start. Good so start. The reason, Good start. the reason that I'm picking it is it had the first great X-Men video game. That was pretty good. It, the danger room goes crazy. They're, they're stuck in these weird simulations of like these various X-Men things that happened. Is that the one where they're walk, they're, you see them like from over top? And you can no, 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 that Which was, was the NES. Okay. This is Me the, and you played that one. Yes, we did. Lights out. This is the one where you actually had... Is it left to right? It was left to right. Okay, I know And you could on. call in a couple other people to help you. Oh, nice, very Remember nice. Remember you had like the four X-Men little icons on the bottom right? Right, right, right. And then you were one of four X-Men. I think it was like Wolverine and Gambit and then like... I don't remember who it was after that. But, uh, but essentially... This was the first one where not everyone could just shoot across the screen. Because remember in the Nintendo one, even Colossus like shot something. Right, out right. As they all shot through. stuff. Right. It was essentially Gauntlet, but with X-Men. Exactly. 
This is the God, first Gauntlet's so good. Yeah, this was the first X Men X Men game. Left to right. Yeah. So that's that's what made Sega came out. We got the X Men game. I was happy. That's you were happy. That was your number three. And then also I played uh, Dune, which was the real time strategy I, war. Right, game. right. You've talked yeah, about that a lot. Yeah. And then Shadow Run. They had Sonic Shadow on that thing. They did. See, but I didn't like those games. I liked the the deeper world kind of games. Like right. Shadow Run, you're a mercenary. You can learn magic or get cybernetic implants. And they have Logic Cube. Oh, logic, logic dial. Cube. Logic dial. I mean, uh, they game. also had chess where everyone counts you out, <laughs> but then you win anyway. Sonic was. You couldn't a... beat me. I um. The one cool thing <laughs> I owned a Sega once in my lifetime, and the one thing that I had about Sega that I liked was the Sega Channel. Remember that thing? No. The, Sega, the Sega Channel is uh, is, a, is a, uh, a landmark for video games. Yeah. It was the first online service that you could go out and you could like get games onto so, it. So you had the Sega, and you connected it to your cable box, okay. and you had, basically you'd go online, you could play games on your through Sega your through your cable box. Okay, so so on channel 800 on your cable box, right. was you, you go to channel, channel 800 uh-huh. on that, your Sega's turned on, you now pick one of the 12 games that are on there. It's probably like 20 or 30. Or Double like Dragon. Double Sonic. Dragon, Soccer, when we used to okay. pull out on some soccer. Okay. So then you would get to play that game that you don't have a cartridge for. Correct. On your Sega. Yep. Okay, that's pretty awesome. I yeah. didn't know this even existed. Yeah, yeah. man, that's pretty awesome. Pretty, that is pretty cool. Pretty important. Sega's always been on like the cutting edge. They have, and they and they fail to follow through though. Like they always yeah. come up with the idea and then they poorly execute it. Uh, the Dreamcast, the Sega CD. Well, yeah, because Sega they make games for everybody, right? Or is it opposite way? Um, One of the two those, things. Back in those days, it was Sega had released their own consoles, their own games for right. the console. Yeah, so they, they were they very. Su- they only supported themselves back then. Right. So they weren't. So that was licensing a, out stuff. That was their problem. Was God, that Dreamcast was legit. The Dreamcast was awesome, but the Sega CD was, was awesome. The Dreamcast was uh, way ahead of its time. Yep, 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 yep. Not on my CD, top three. Sega CD was amazing. Yeah. I had, a, I had a friend growing up who had it's a good game. all those. He always had like new video game things, whatever they were. Everyone like, always you know. had that one friend whose parents yeah. were just like, we'll buy it. We yeah. love you, but we don't know how to use our words. <laughs> so <laughs> we buy you. just buy them all the video games. <laughs> yeah. All right, so my number three. What's your number three? Let's go for it's it. It's a recent platform. Okay. okay. My number three will be the PlayStation 4. Ooh. Simply because it's the first video game system um, that I've been able to play video games with with the kids. Uh, listen to the good yeah, father. No, I mean, listen to it. top three. Aww, audience. Aww. I got the PlayStation 4. I got Madden, obviously. It was the first game I got. Right, right, right. Second game I got was Marvel Legos. And you and, and you me and, and Willie Savage yeah. and Sadie Savage. Man, we would go to town. I think I own every single Lego game they make for the PS4. And uh, Lego games are good. Man, it's they're so, so fun. It's so they're just fun. To fun. I've I've sat in your living room many times and watched your kids play those games together. Where they're they half the time they're fighting the computer, half the time they're fighting each other. And they <laughs> have so much fun. It's so it is. It's it's a lot of fun to watch. And there's a lot of PS4 games that I haven't even explored because I've spent so much time just playing these games with my kids. Like besides the Lego games, I played. Um, what was that game we got into? Dragon. Dragon Age. Dragon Age. I played yeah. Dragon Age. I played Dragon Age Battlefront. And Injustice, maybe? Yeah. It's yeah. Like probably the only three games I've ventured outside of. Because uh, <laughs> I have Assassin's Creed, but I never really got never much got into, into it, huh? it because I was constantly playing Legos. So Witcher 3 came out for me, but I was at a weird time. I was like, I just started a new job. Mm-hmm. I, was yep, doing, yep. I was working two jobs, actually, at the time. 
two uh, jobs, Witcher, four paychecks. Witcher 3 is actually 150 hours of gameplay. Jeez. And the second Louise. I heard that, I immediately stopped playing because I was like, I'm never going to, like, right, right. I need, like, a month to just do this. I don't have that kind of time. I don't have that kind of time anymore. Yeah. The Witcher 3 is, because you just came up with a DLC recently. Not yeah. So long ago. My, my calendar's starting to slowly open back up, I hope. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get Ladies, into it. PSN but I'm gonna get back into it. But in the meantime, it just sits downloaded on my PlayStation, never touched. Yeah. <laughs> so let's jump, Nico. Your number two historical. My his, my historic number two. God, Wikipedia. The one the one button joystick everyone knows. The Atari 2700. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on a second. First of all, okay, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. I gotta go call ahead. BS here. Go ahead. All right. Because you are six years old. I'm 18. You're six years old. You've never even been in the same room as a as a functioning playing Atari. Have you ever played Atari or an Odyssey? Uh, not an Odyssey and an Atari. Yes. How many times and where? Uh, two and at school. Okay, two at, school. at school as an art project, you played an Atari. <laughs> Would you play Pong? <laughs> no, I, that's the only Atari game I know. That's Pong. No, they had some really Space old, Invaders. They had Spider Man. They had a, they had a uh, Speederman. They, they had, had a like, Indiana Jones. Yeah, game. I know they that had one. A Star Wars game. Pitfall. Yeah, that's Pitfall. Yeah. And then they had uh, the game that killed the Atari, E.T. E. Adventures. That's, probably, that's, that's the reason it's on my number two is because it, it almost single-handedly caused the video game crash of the 1980s. Yes, actually, I read a weird stat about this. Oh, my God. I guess we're going to be super nerds for a minute. This is actually for my, going D- nerd AF. For my D20 girls. This is an interesting Texas stat. Texas D20 girls. In the 80s, during the, during the age of Atari, over half of the employees of the video game industry were female. And over, it was something like 80% of the creators in video games were female. Very, very accomplished. Then. It crashed. It crashed. Post-crash, only, what happened was, when they released a Nintendo in America, American distributors made Japanese company Nintendo choose what side of the toy aisle it belonged in. This it wasn't is, really this is, a toy. This is, the re- this is the inclusion. I know this. Yeah. So the it wasn't really a toy. Of Rob the Robot. Right. So it wasn't really a toy. Oh my However, God. Rob the, the Robot. <laughs> the problem was there wasn't a video game or entertainment or electronics section. Back no, then. nothing back then. Yeah. There was just it was like TVs, VCRs, toys. So Nintendo said it's a toy. You should buy it and let your kids play with it. So they had to choose boys or girls, because that's how toys work in America. Correct. Boys or girls. So they chose boys, because they chose boys. As the industry grew and started over, boys play video games. Girls didn't. Boys now create video games. Girls are now playing them. Girls are now getting into creating, but they're essentially a generation behind because of Nintendo. Dang you, Nintendo. It's the Japanese fault. Darn you! Well, Rob, Rob the Robot in uh, Japan is white with red arms. In America, he is all gray. All gray. All, all gray, gray, baby. All gray. All gray every day. Okay, all gray so all day. Corey DLG. What else? Argentina? Yeah, Buenos Aires, Buenos Aires. Oh, my gosh. I feel like you stole that from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't Google it. Don't Google it. <laughs> what you got, bro? Super Nintendo, only for Final Fantasy 3. That's my number one. Uh, Final Fantasy 6, you mean? Yeah. In Japan, Final Fantasy 6. In America, Final Fantasy 3. Like 90 hours of gameplay out of a cartridge, which is crazy. That's a, it's an so we'll just go game. here. It's, Super it's, Nintendo it's, is on my top three. We'll, we'll just we'll both talk about it here. Yeah. Okay. Just go ahead. No, finish what you have to say. So so for I'll me, I'll add in. I'll chime in. I only there was only a few Super Nintendo games I even played. I, played. I had tons of them. I played the Mario, Super Mario, so I played Great the Mario, game. Mario World. 
Uh, and then I also played this, and then there was a Spider-Man game. Yep, so many good games. And for then that there game. was a Spider-Man Maximum Carnage. There was an animated Spider-Man, and, and a Carnage Man. had the red cartridge. Yeah, Super Mario Kart, and then Killer F-Zero. Instinct. Zero, Killer Instinct had a black cartridge. Killer Instinct. So those were like the only five games I even everything I couldn't have cared less about. Like that was it. <laughs> I got a I got a Super Nintendo for my birthday when it came out, and I just remember being super excited, and just I played the crud of that Mario game, figuring out every single oh, yeah. like, cheat and stuff. And even to the point where I tell my mom, Mom, I want Madden 96, <laughs> and I want RBI Baseball 96. Those are the premier sports games for that year. And I ended up getting, like, Troy Aikman football and, like, Super Bases Loaded, like, the <laughs> off-brand stuff. And I remember being ticked, and then I just started playing them, and I I loved the Super Nintendo so much, it yeah. didn't even matter at that point. Do you remember the baseball game we used to play on Nintendo with the bunnies? Yeah, that was the game was awesome. Yeah, what was that? Was Bases that, loaded. Bases loaded. Yeah, that game was legit. Or RBI <laughs> baseball, one of the two. It was RBI baseball. RBI because baseball. The pit, okay, this is the confusing part. Okay. When you're actually playing the baseball game, everyone was real. They were humanoid. All right. But when you would hit something and they would show any animations, whatever team you would pick, everyone on your team was that mascot. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> so, like, it's a guy in the batter's box. He hits a line drive. You're running to first base. You make it to first. They show an animation for single and in the animation, it's a bunny rushing out of the dugout. It's a single. Like it no, like, what happened to where are my people? Jeez, I love <laughs> just the turned Super into Nintendo. just turned into a rabbit real fast. The game was so awesome. Uh, what other games? What other games? What other games did we rock on the Super Nintendo? Super Metroid. Um, there was a. Um, I think I, I guess I, it was RBI. Yeah, I think it was, was it RBI Baseball or. Like Babe Ruth baseball, there was one that was like really awesome. Major League Baseball, I don't know. I the mean, hockey game, the hockey the game was awesome. Ho- the only hockey game I ever played was like the NHL, which was featured in uh, Clerks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like the NHL like '95, and it was like the All Star one. And it's because you could trade players. Somehow, I traded for every '99 in the game, and I ran the greatest team in the history of hockey. <laughs> then I figured out that a hockey season's like 80 plus games, and I lost interest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had Donkey Kong on there. Was oh, a good yeah, Don- game. Donkey the Legend Kong. of Zelda. Yeah, was Link on to the that Past. One. Arguably one of the uh, greatest games of all time. Uh, they did a, a survey. Ocarina of Time was number three. Oof. What was number two? Oh, do you remember the uh, number two? Number one were actually old games. Like one, number one was Tetris. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, I read this. Number one was Tetris, and number two was something else. It was similar. something. Else. It was kind of a. It was a weird pick because I was like, that's barely a video. Do you remember game. the Ninja Turtles game, Turtles in Time? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> That game was legit right there. Then the Street Fighter was on Super Nintendo. Street mm-hmm. Fighter 2. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Welcome to the world. Mortal Kombat. The that first was, Mortal that Kombat was, a, was Super Nintendo. That was Super Nintendo and Sega, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah both yeah. of them. There were very few games that played on both consoles. So every time you would see an advertisement because, for a game. Because it was uh, there's the uh, Super Console War. Those, those were the console wars. So every time you saw a commercial for a game, though, you would hold your breath Until to see <laughs> what console it was yeah. on. You were like, please be Super Nintendo. Please be Super Nintendo. Please be... Sega, ah! <laughs> the uh, like, who was it? Um, Star Sega Wars does, released the game Sega on Super Nintendo. It was pretty Nintendo awesome. Don't. Mega Man was on Super <laughs> Nintendo. I mean, there's so many awesome games on the Super Nintendo. Not, Mario Not to mention Final Fantasy, right? And literally, like, I'm such a nerd. Like, but when I picked a game, I played it until there was something you could do to it. And so, for me, Maximum Carnage took me forever. I never beat it. Always played it. <laughs> Never got past like halfway through it, and I knew how it ended, and it followed the comic books, so I knew how far from the end I was every time I would lose. <laughs> like I was like, I'm so far away. Jeez, from I'm not starting game. over. Yeah, because you'd be like, oh man, I'm like three, I'm like two thirds in. Oh, I lost again. I can't do this. I can't do this. <laughs> and it was the first. I mean, after, after the Nintendo came out, you had the the new controller with the four buttons, right? And right. the bumpers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the man. bumpers. That was the big addition. Yeah, there. the bumpers. 
Did Sega didn't have bumpers, did nope. they? Nope, it just nope. had the three, had three buttons. buttons. Three they, buttons. They did release a controller later that had six. Oh. I, I like how Sega was like, we're going to uh, outdo Nintendo. We're going to go three buttons. And Super <laughs> Nintendo said, bumpers, four buttons. What now? All right, DL, uh, Nico, DLG, let's just go ahead and get to your number one video game historical system of all time. Of course, you have to go with the classic Nintendo Entertainment System, NES. <laughs> Legitimately, single-handedly... <laughs> Brought the entire video game industry from nothing. That's such an obvious choice, bro. Historically, he's correct, but yeah, it's so no. lame because you know you didn't play a Nintendo. No, I don't, but I do know it. If I if I, had I to don't, go, if but I, had I do to go, know it. If I had to go personally, PS2. <laughs> okay. Why would right. you just go personally then? Because it PlayStation was, it was, 2 it was, was my good. historical list. PlayStation he's going 2. hard Wikipedia. I'm going here. super Wikipedia meta here, brass. Yeah. Yeah, I was ready. No, I, I'm so not gonna you're going to pick up the Nintendo FX NX? Yeah, no, yeah. The, uh, the Nintendo. The so new, we, the one that comes out in a couple months. Okay, has all so we sort of put this off to this segment here. Joey, give us the re-renaissance of Nintendo right now. Give us a rundown. So the Nintendo is, is blowing up. So we've got the Mario that's came on the iOS exclusively. So it's a Mario game on your iPhone. Uh, coming in November, they're releasing a new... What's it called, Nico? Nintendo what? It's, I think it's like just a, a re... A just a relaunch of the Nintendo. It's basically a N- Nintendo system preloaded with... 70? 80 no, games? No, it's not that many games. I think it's... 60. It's 60 games, yeah. 300? Yeah, 300. 60 classic right. games. You can scroll through. You can pick and play. I'm not so qu- quite sure if you can... The, the cartridge can go into it or not. No, no, because it's small. It's but small. it doesn't matter. I mean, it's it's got 60 of the yeah. original classic games that they've redone for HD TV, so you're going to get better picture quality HDMI. out of it. So cool. And then also they've released their new next-gen console, which is the FX. NX. NX. God, I don't know why I keep saying yeah. FX. I don't know. You like TV? I do like TV. The FX that's coming out, they've released the Zelda game. It's footage from that. It looks amazing. They're going to do a Pokemon game. I mean, there's just so much cool stuff coming Pokemon, out of Nintendo. Uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon are coming out later this, yeah. this year. So, I mean, Nintendo, they're, they're stepping up their game, man. They're they're back. They're back. Basically what Guess happened is... Guess who's back? Back, back again. again. Yeah, Nintendo's back. Tell, Tell your friend. friend. Bebop Rocksteady. Bebop Rocksteady. So, so basically what's been going on, though, behind the scenes... is Behind Sony, the scenes Sony and Microsoft Corey have DLG. basically been splitting the market... 48-48, and then Nintendo's been holding on to this, like, sliver. The Wii's, after the big boom of the Wii... The Wii was great. The Wii exploded. The Wii just ex- like we talked exploded. about... No, but it exploded and it maintained... It killed that generation. It was just like the okay, Xbox 360. I'm going to give you this. It was, it was Wii, Xbox 360, and then PS3, and then... Here's one of the cool things, okay, with the Wii U and okay. the Wii and stuff. Yeah. So when we were at Cadets Con, yep. they were having Super Smash Brothers competitions, Yeah. right? The most recent one, correct? Yep. After it was over, they were just doing free play, right? Yep. So they were on one Wii U. Uh, was the Wii U on the, t- it's on the TV, right? Yeah. So they had one Wii U going. There's eight people standing around. You've got two guys who are on their Nintendo DSs, three people on their Wii U handhelds, and then like four people actually holding controllers. They're all playing on the same screen. Right. That's pretty baller. That's awesome, except it's just, nobody bought a Wii U. But, I mean, Nobody. you can get, yeah, you can, I mean, these guys are on their little handheld DSs, right, playing on their handheld houses, but seeing the it, Wii U. that's their controller. Right. It's pretty baller. baller it's it's uh, awesome, some of the innovations and features they I just created. don't know if they created enough well, they, content. Uh, but the, but, the but we is, know that they didn't. Yeah, they didn't create enough content. Right. The, PS, content. the PS Vita can do that to the PS4. Yeah. If you're to have a Vita, the, you can the, play PS4. The Vita, the Vita didn't, didn't the Vita, take off either. The thing, the thing about the Vita is that the Vita sold... Absolute garbage. It has an amazing screen if you've ever played on one. I, I have seen one, and I, was, I actually was blown away by the screen. The screen is gorgeous. Um, but uh, 
basically you can remote play from your PS4 onto the Vita with you know minimal lag on there. But uh, the minimal thing lag. And your minimal lag. Your face is a minimal lag. But the uh, the main the main benefit there is that like Sony doesn't like there's no first like name brand Sony games on the PS Vita anymore. But oh my god, it's a king of like indie games. And well, it's the king of the Japanese games. Too. Yeah, there's Japanese. A, there's games. a if million you, Japanese games. Oh, if you want to, if you want to play, why in- you no play Vita? I know, right? I actually wanted to get one. <laughs> all right, Rocksteady, let's go to your number one. For the to, go to the Half Price Books place. They got they got all kinds of like I'm telling you, man. It was like a shout like out to Half Price Books. Video games. All right, go ahead and give us there. a sponsorship. Yeah, no. All we, right, Rocksteady. We really are made for Half Price Books. Rocksteady, give us your number one. For go me, for we discussed it a little bit. I chimed in a little bit. PlayStation Four is my number one. Not a bad choice. Um, it's a good choice. It's a good choice. Most advanced gaming console on to the date. planet, man. And what it's doing with games like No Man's Sky. Oh, with yeah. games like Witcher, where they're just like they're just they're telling these people go to town, make Dark whatever Souls you want, a good Dark one. Souls three, grow it, make however many hours of gameplay you want. The system can support it, the 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 graphics can rock it. You do whatever you want, and we'll we got it you. We got it. This we machine got you. Can do it. And so to me, that's <coughs> amazing. It's amazing. I'm I'm moving here soon. Uh, I set up cable. I didn't even put cable in the room I'm going to be in. Because I already use my PlayStation is everything. I do yeah. all of it on there. And that's one thing I like about PlayStation opposed to Xbox. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but Xbox you have to have the description, the subscription in order to do um, like Netflix and all that kind of stuff. They just recently changed that. But that was, their, that, that was their that was their thing. thing. And PlayStation you didn't have to. No. Yeah, I was. That's a have a subscription. As a matter of fact, initially speaking, when Xbox launched at E3. When that, they announced everything they were going to do, year, they were going to say that you couldn't trade games. You couldn't. You. They actually were going to say that without a code or without something. an Xbox login account. So without your little, you know, you buy the card at right, right, Walmart, right. scratch the back, enter the code. Without that, you wouldn't even be able to play games on an Xbox. Screw that. The the that was the response. A hundred percent. Every person who heard it said that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And Microsoft balked, backed off, scaled back. The capability intelligently of the, of the login, but it did include all the free services still. Yeah. My uh, number one video game console. Go for it. The Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, my favorite. Some of the greatest games of our childhood. Some. Oh my god, like the wrestling games on there. WCW were like and NWO. Yes. I mean, I played those <laughs> things. I mean, I still play them now. We've talked about the, these games, games on this show like ten. Goldeneye. Goldeneye, one of the Zelda, greatest shooters ever. Zelda, Ocarina, Ocarina of Time. Of time. The third Majora's, best game ever. Majora's Mask. Third, third best video game of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so much fun stuff. Like, you could do all that. The creative the 3D wrestlers. Mario there the 3D Mario the... game. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, it just, it, it, it changed Banjo, my life. Kazooie, Donkey Kong 64. There we go. You had the little, the first joystick in the yeah. middle. The controller was so, like, Unconventional, but, but it yet, was so awesome. But it was so awesome. Yeah, it was yeah, easy like to use. Hundred buttons on that thing. You're like, oh my god, I can do everything. How do I do this? Oh, oh. I can do it any way. I oh, this is awesome. Bumpers and then like the joystick button and then the triggers and then. Oh. God, I love the Nintendo 64. So there's a great little YouTube, and movie. you could mod the crud out of those you, that you stuff. Could. So there was a great little YouTube. Uh, it's like a 40 second video, and it's called it's called uh, video games being played incorrectly in movies and TV. Okay, and it's just a bunch of clips of like. Obviously, they're not really playing video games, just based on like how they're holding the controllers. Yeah, and it makes me laugh. A bunch of them are the N sixty four though, because really everyone knows this. Anyone who plays the N sixty four, you hold the middle of the trident, because the joystick is how you move in almost every single game. Unless you're playing Mischief Makers. But but 
the majority of what you hold is the trident. Yeah. Every time they were clicking to people, they're like the hands on the outside and they're pushing the yellows and the reds. Like they're going somewhere. And you're like, that's not how you play any games on the N64. <laughs> yeah, there's what like, are you doing? There's like two games that roll with like the D pad and yeah. then like the buttons. He's like, what are you doing? But that's the, the wrestling game used the directional pads. Because then you would hit. That's the, how you did all the moves. You did all the special. You did your special by clicking the the, the joystick. Right. So you still use the D pad for, for for that one. Right. But you but to play most of the games, unless yeah, they're like, all playing WWE. Right. Right. They <laughs> also you could you could uh, in theory get uh, left handed controls. You could swap. Oh really? Yeah. Can you remember Star Fox? Yeah. Oh, Star Fox sixty four. We never got a sequel. Where is that? <laughs> well, how do you sequel the greatest fighter pilot game ever? Um, you don't apparently because they've yeah, yet to no. release a good one. Actually, there was one that came out on the Wii U, and everyone was like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah." And then they were like, "Yeah," and then it, it was like, "It was like it, it was okay. it was like it was okay." That was the review. So here's, oh, so here's remember the, that that South Park game? Yes. Oh god, that was so awesome. I loved it. So here's 64. the problem with the Wii U because you love the Wii U and you you praise it regularly. I, I praise it, but I I don't. I don't like. It wasn't I, in know, top I know. Three. it's wrong. Well, so go ahead and do that, and we'll get. We'll so here, so get here's, here's the analogy of the Wii U. It's, it's like. Do you remember when iPods first came out? Yes. And like 15 people had them. Yes. And everyone was like, "These things are the dumbest thing ever," because this is before the iTunes Store. This is before everything came after. When the iPods first came out, you had to take your own library, download it, then move it onto the iPad. So you had to use the iTunes to organize and then move it over. So it was literally like you had like you had the Windows Media Player on your computer. Now you had the iTunes. It was like a whole extra thing. It was all clunky. They didn't have the stores. So you didn't have access all to terrible. It. Right. So it was a pain in the butt. So you knew like three people who had one, and you were like, those people are the, are the lame people who always buy something first, never enjoy it, are never happy with what they have. That's the Wii U. Everyone else has something that they like, and they... Everyone's rocking their CD Walkman, which maybe isn't as sophisticated, maybe isn't as cool, but it's convenient and fun. Those are the, the Wii U is the iPod. Nico, take sense. us out right now on your personal favorite top three video game systems. Go. PS2 uh, is my number one, and then I got. Uh, hold on, I'm pause the game for tick, this. Tick, tick. All right, come on, come <laughs> on. This is supposed tick, to be quick and fast. I tick, know. Nerd tick, Thug Radio. Tick. We'll be tick, back. Hashtag talking nerdy. Hashtag talking nerdy too. Joey Savage here. Thanks for checking out our archives for Nerd Thug Radio. Don't forget, we are live on Lone Star Community Radio every Monday from 1 to 3 p.m. If you have any questions, just reach on out to us, facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio, or you can follow me on Instagram, joey.savage15. Should I go? Uh, I love that song. Yeah, that's a really great, great song. Uh, I brought good in song. a sin on this song because it's going to get to the first thing I want to talk about. Oh, okay. But right, before right. we do that, what? we are Nerd Thug Radio. Oh. False and misleading. We are not. We are, we not. are Nerd Thug Radio. Nope. Catch us on NerdThugRadio.com. Okay. We yes. are Corey DLG, yep. Joey Savage, Bebop, Rocksteady. That's what they call us. Behind the ones and twos, the producer, Nico D.L. Chisel. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like the DL Jizzle. What DL Jizzle? Yeah, it's, it's no. I was thinking like the Cinnabon icing. Like you took that. This uh, is that's horrific. Should I stay I go? That's like uh, I we mean, are on Conroe's one hundred four point five, one hundred six point one. Sister Station, talking nerdy to you. 
awesome because I just kind of talked through the. the I the, nailed it, man. <laughs> nailed that was like it, the dude. greatest goal in the history of Mexico. <laughs> uh, in a few weeks, we're gonna uh, invade Louisiana and uh, Louisiana yes, Con. October 8th and 9th. Come find I'm us. Excited. I picture us like as bugs when you say that. We're going to invade Louisiana. Yeah. Like just giant like little like critter Nerd thug invades Louisiana. It's, it's going to be fun. Welcome uh, welcome to our special event, the invasion. Yeah. But until we go to 104.5, 106.1, we are on IRLoneStar.com. You can look us up on the uh, webpage. Thanks for downloading. Or Thanks for listening. Or uh, So, The Clash. Yes. <laughs> So that song is heavily featured in the Netflix show Stranger Things. Oh, tell me nothing, but I'm so excited. I want to watch it. It's just, oh my God, Stranger Things, I was kind of putting it off because it's one of those like suspenseful horror type throwbacks to the 80s stuff. You know me. That's not me, right? No, it's not. That's not me at you all. Don't like scary. You don't like scary. I don't like scary. I don't do scary. Savage don't do scary. Savage I'm scary do scary enough. But I've had a bunch of people tell scary me. Scary enough. I've had a bunch of people tell me how good the show is. Yes. Yes. Mommy Savage is all in that, that kind of stuff. Okay. And so, you know, let's give it a shot. It's only eight episodes long. After the first episode, she's like, I don't know if I like this or not. And like, you were like, shut up. We will like, watch it. You know, I kind of like it. I, I like it. After episode two, we were hooked. We're halfway through. By this time next week, we're recording. We're going to see the whole thing. DLG, you should check it out. I was, I, it's, I was it's the lie. next thing on my list. It's got... This like sci-fi Dungeons and Dragons telepathic alien vibe to it. It's, it's, I'm it's in. insane. I'm in. It's insane. With a cast of kids who've been unknowns and they're just phenomenal. So speaking of insane and weird, this story is perfect for the fourth segment. Here we go. I've been sitting go. on it. What is it's it? a back pocket topic. Back pocket topic because we are on the fourth segment where 98% of you have tuned out. And we're just doing this because we but, like to. Uh, in my humble and accurate opinion, it's always the best segment of the show. Oh, that's probably not true. Probably segment three. Yeah, yeah that's I, I would say probably the best segment of the show is whichever one I enjoy. So, segment, <laughs> so one, it varies. segment one's yeah, usually the whenever. strongest. Segment one's usually the strongest, and we just... I mean, know, I pretty much just we snowball down from there. Snowball. Yeah. yeah. We snowball downhill. Like, I nail the first... That's Avalanche. my high-energy segment, and then after that, I'm like, I'm faded. Like, I'm out. All right, back I'm so pocket faded. topic. It's been a while since we back pocket topic. Yeah. So, this started out in a small town in South Carolina. South Carolina. It's a phenomenon now that has crept through the small towns in the surrounding regions. Clowns? The clowns. I've seen this. I've seen so, this. So, the clowns. There are people dressed as creepy, horrifying clowns. I hate clowns. Standing on the edge of rural wooded areas in these small towns, trying to lure children into the woods with them. From everything with money, to puppies, to balloons. How creepy is that, man? This world is just jacked, bro. Isn't it? Isn't it such a weird like, so this story? Is, this is real, right? This is real. It, oh police are investigating. They can't figure out exactly what's going on. This is this is terrifying. It's there's, disturbing. That there's some disturbing. speculation that it's some guerrilla marketing for a Rob Zombie clown-based horror film that's going to come out. However, no one's coming forward and saying, yeah, we're just having some viral marketing fun. And the story is spiraling out of control. More and more towns are reporting it. Yeah, more clowns and more... crazy. Clowns crazy. This is not okay. This is so. I'm actually scared. So this phenomenon started a few years back. There was a small town. I don't remember where it was, and they had they had about a week where they were quote unquote terrorized by this clown who kept showing up in security cam footages at night, Oof. just walking the downtown area holding a black balloon. Didn't break anything. Didn't harm anybody. But as everybody was reviewing the motion 
captures from the day before. Everyone just creepy clown walking through town with a black balloon. So it, it started out as like a little Facebook mystery. I remember tracking it back then and thinking, how weird. And now it's journeyed all the way over to creepy clowns trying to lure children into the woods. Yeah, it's, this it's is not okay. One. It's not okay at all. Not oh my okay. God. That is. I terrifying. had this idea once, isn't it? Isn't it just the scariest thing you've ever? Heard? I had this idea once, similar to that. So if you're from the Conroe area, which we are on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106one That's right. Lone Star Community Network. You need to station. undo your eyebrows when you're looking at me right now because it makes your whole face look crooked. Yeah. <laughs> Creeping me out right now. I'm sitting sideways. Yeah. Sitting sideways. It's really weirding me out. So No eye contact. Down, no zero. Don't look at me in the eye. There are my vinegar strokes. <laughs> I'm going to look into your soul. <laughs> so Crichton Road here in, in uh, Conroe. Yep. Uh, used, before they did the uh, road construction, so Crichton Road would lead to River Plantation where yeah. I grew up. Uh, you go down, and it's basically it was a two-lane road, and there was trees on either side. Correct. That's it. So me and my buddies, I was like, man, how creepy would that be one time if we just dressed up in, like, sheets like ghosts and just <laughs> stood in these trees as people drove by? And we thought it would be a great idea. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, well, what if someone sees us, freaks out, and wrecks their car? Like, I can't have that on my conscience. Yeah, I don't want that. So we scrapped the idea. Now there's people doing it in clowns in South Carolina. Yeah. And the, the, not only are just sitting on this edge of these woods, they're also luring children. I've changed what? my mind, Corey. I don't want you to blow up Chicago or Delaware. I want you to blow up South Carolina. Wow. Take it off the map. Wow. And to be and to be honest, uh, according to the reports, no child has successfully been lured. They 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 wisely have been running to their parents and being like, "Hey, Thank weird clown wants me." Uh, but the police ha- are now spreading flyers and warning parents Jeez. to keep their children indoors at night. Yeah, it's just insane. Watch for the creepy clowns. Right. Yeah. Watch that's, this station. That's this is this is exactly what, the reason. I feel like they periodically do this. The clown community. They'll periodically <laughs> do this to just keep the fear of clowns alive. No, this is this is where it started. That one clown was like, What if I was just really scary all the time? Well, everyone got tired of like the clowns probably got tired of clowns getting beat up every time they show up. Yeah. They're like, Hey, we need to raise the fear it's factor. Time, hey, clown lives matter. Clown lives matter. Time to fight back. So that, uh, I think this is By it. I think they're just. Children. I think they're just reinforcing that, like we maybe are, we are is, clowns. Maybe they're popping up scary. a new movie. Maybe this is how they get more clowns. Maybe so <laughs> they they induct clowns. They steal kids. Well, and I turn mean, them you got to think about it. Like, who wants to be a clown? Like, considering kind of the public feeling towards clowns, these like people. I feel like there was a show about a guy who tried to be a clown. People don't. Oh uh, yeah, it had a uh, Zach Galifianakis. In yeah, it. that guy. Who's that baskets? Yeah, yeah. There you I go. heard that movie or that show was hilarious. I heard it was awesome too. Put that However, the, put that on the reading list. The flip watch side, list. the watch list. The flip side of that the is watch list. that sounds dangerous. <laughs> the flip side of that is that people nowadays they don't. Everyone's so kind of anti-clown that like who shows up to clown college now? So maybe this clown is how they college. get college. They abduct them, they indoctrinate them, and then they send them to clown school, and then they become clowns. Yeah, they got to populate somehow. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they just become clown scary matter. clowns. And they don't reproduce. Next thing you know, it's going to be an M. Night Shyamalan movie about clowns. I mean, did, some of the movie. photos of, like, because, like, there are there, there are pictures. And some of the photos, like, you see, it's are a clown. creepy AF. Yeah, oh, God. Oh, man. Like, you don't even want to click on the story. You're like, I don't, I mean. I'm out. Yeah, the headline's pretty clear. <laughs> see you later, guys. So, Can we talk something more positive? Oh, than spooky clowns. Out. Yeah, sure. What do you got, Jay-Z? Football's back! That's right. Yeah. So Nico as Car- this airs, Nico Monday Night Football less. will be coming on yeah, I, I, in like five hours. It'll be five hours. There's two games on uh, opening night. Oh, so like three hours. Yeah, yeah, there's two games. I forget who plays first. I know the 49ers play in the last game, which ought to be a burn burner. That's right actually there. It's a Rams 49ers game, yeah. I believe. Sounds great. Yeah. Brr, boom. Yeah. But I heard a quote today, uh, or last week, while I was watching the Denver Broncos and the Carolina Panther game. Okay. 
I want you to get your, your mixed feelings on this. Okay. Second quarter, 7-0, Panthers are winning. All right. And uh, the Broncos run a play where they give to the fullback. They're about 25 yards out. They give to the fullback. They fake the pitch to the running back. Everyone bites on the running back. The fullback, who's a rookie, first carry in the NFL ever, just busts off 25 yards, scores a touchdown. Good stuff. And Al Michaels, commentary, uh, makes this statement. And that's what Gary Kubiak, head coach of the Denver Broncos, former Houston Texans head coach, and that's the Gary Kubiak offense. That's what he likes to do. Couldn't do much of it last year because of Peyton Manning, but this year it's his team. And it just it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way a bit. I, no, it, it, I don't, it, it doesn't rub me the wrong way. It's exactly how I feel about Gary Kubiak. <laughs> it, it has nothing, to me, it has nothing to do with who Gary Kubiak is. I could care less who the coach was in that situation. Okay. But when you play football, you're a team, and you mm-hmm. have a coach who's supposed to be the leader of said team, and you have someone like but that's Peyton, not always that's not always I the know, case. but you have someone like Peyton Manning who you know, hey, you're the coach, but you know, I'm the quarterback, and I'm going to do things my way. Well, okay, here's here's how you know you're not the leader of the Denver Broncos. A, your when, name's not Peyton Manning. First of all, your name's not John Elway. John Elway is the permanent leader of the Denver Broncos. Oh yeah, definitely Most lifetime time. permanent leader of the Denver Broncos. Current team president, second in command is Peyton Manning. Here's how you know Peyton Manning second in command. Because they fired John Fox, they hired Gary Kubiak, they tell Gary Kubiak, you can run as much of your offense as Peyton Manning wants to. To, uh, to Kub's credit, uh, he is like good buddies with, uh, with John Elway. Yeah, and so John... Really basically, close. Basically, John Elway probably told him... He's like, him, hey Gary, I need you to come in here and just you know keep the shit together while uh, Peyton Manning does his thing this yeah, year. Listen, you know what, when he retires, you can have it. But listen, right now... You just keep the peace. Really what I need is an offensive coordinator because Peyton Manning is here. I don't need a head coach. I need an offensive coordinator. And you're not even going to call the defensive plays because Wade Phillips calls the defensive plays. So you just so keep the stuff together. Literally, I just need you to help Peyton Manning build a game plan and scout the defense. Keep the peace, bro. That's all he did. I mean, legitimately, that's all he did. Because Yeah, no, definitely. Because he's going to call in four plays. Peyton Manning's going to call two in the huddle. And then at the line, he's going to call the final play. So and, what that uh, what that means is Peyton Manning. It's Peyton Manning's offense. Yeah, Peyton Manning's you do team. what you want. Which also means it's Peyton Manning's Super Bowl. Yeah, it's not Kubiak's. It, I said this Kubiak be- has another ring, but it's not because of him. When Kubiak signed in Denver, the first thing I said out loud was, well, there goes Peyton Manning's chance at a Super Bowl. Because Kubiak is a terrible head coach. Uh, he's He was an awful head coach here in Houston. You and I are avid football fans. Yep, very much We so. might know more than the average fan, but by no means are we staff-worthy in no. our level of intelligence. And we could see mistakes every week that Kubiak would make, even in his final season, which was... Year five of his head coach career. Yeah, was it five or six? <coughs> At least one. five. Either one. It did work. But out there was well. time management problems. Yeah. There was bad timeouts. You there knew were every bad play. decisions. You knew when it was third and long exactly. You what knew play exactly we were what he was going to do. He was very conservative. You could see it coming a mile away. You really, really could. So this year is going to be the Gary Kubiak Denver Broncos, and you're going to see how that ends. All I know though is they picked up win over the Carolina Panthers. No one gave him a shot. Yeah, I didn't. With the I new quarterback, didn't. and they they took the game. That's not bad. Uh, Speaking of them. Peyton Manning, though, have you seen his new commercials? I love his commercials. Oh my gosh, they're hilarious. And the one with Eli Manning is the <laughs> funniest commercial I have seen in years. And they get, they don't miss a beat. They they jump on the exact thing everyone jokes about NFL players, which is when they retire, they have nothing to do. Now Peyton Manning's walking through the supermarket in a robe, grocery <laughs> shopping. He's sitting in his, on his couch like, hey, hey, I got Sunday ticket. Eli, you, you want to come over and watch the games on Sunday? He's like, <laughs> I'm I'm still playing, Peyton. He's like, oh, guess I'll pencil you in for Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's great. Like, it's a smart commercial because okay, here's here's kind of a cool thing about it. How many commercials can embrace reality enough that they don't have to explain to you that Peyton Manning is a retired NFL quarterback? Yeah. 
these commercials just already assume you know that. Hey, he used to play on Sundays. He's now retired. He's got nothing better to do Peyton than to Manning watch NFL Sunday tickets and order Papa John's pizza. And Peyton Manning's hilarious. He really is. So let's transition to another former Denver quarterback. Uh-oh. Tim Tebow. Yes. This past week, signed a minor league deal with the New York Mets to play baseball. What? This is a publicity stunt, 100% for the New York Mets. <laughs> they said it's not a publicity stunt. It's on pure raw talent. Here's the truth. He it's did a pretty publicity well. stunt. It did. He did well in his, his tryout. He, he looked good. They gave him like a $100,000 signing bonus. To he, jump aboard. So first he, of all, he doesn't need the money. He, he doesn't. Here, he was up between the Mets and the Braves. He, right. He chose the Mets. That, to me, tells you exactly what you need to know. He chose the Mets for the simple reason that they were going to let him still do TV. Right. So he could still do his college football That tells you TV. everything you need to know. I Tim see, Tebow isn't a baseball player. He's an athlete. He's not ready to stop competing, but he also wants his cake. Michael Jordan tried it. Didn't work out too well with him. Yeah, but Michael Jordan tried it, but he fully focused on it. Why, if if you're starting a new sport, if you're right. starting essentially a second career in sports, why would you want to be distracted by television? Here's my only thing about it. Props to like Tebow. Money. Props to Tebow for being an athlete and branching out into baseball. He he looked sharp against AAA pitchers. And in he his is. A, he he allegedly was a good baseball player in high school too. So, but here here's my my bug with it. He was in the NFL. He was hell bent. He was going to be a, a quarterback. NFL quarterback. How, however, had he transitioned to a fullback role, a running back role, a tight end role, he would more than likely still be in the NFL today, making money, probably contributing in some form or fashion on a team. He'd probably he, be a New England Patriots still. But he did not want to falter away from his quarterback out of the NFL. Now he's going to go to baseball. Like he's trying something different. Why don't you try something different six years ago, bro? You know um, that that just kind of bugs me. You're 100 percent correct because you're right. When Thank he, you. Thank you. Thank you, Rocksteady. When you were Thank in the, you. when he was in the draft, there were teams now granted he did go first round because Josh McDaniels was in love with him. I mean he did take Denver to the playoffs. He did. Um there were teams that loved him enough that they were gonna take him publicly, they said, in the second round if he was willing to play whatever position we right. asked. So he's great enough athlete that even coming out of college into the luxurious, crazy high level NFL, they said we can teach you a new position, you're that talented. It's similar to Texans' Braxton Miller. And uh, Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor. Same um, way. Who's going to Wide receiver. He's, he's a starter. He's looking Cleveland. good in Cleveland. Or um, Baltimore signed uh, or drafted the uh, kick return or the quarterback from Navy last year. Right, right, Turned right. him into a wide receiver, running back, kick returner type. So Tebow, okay, here's where he would have fit. So you know how New England likes to do their high-tempo offense? Right. Well, they'll go five wide with Gronk as the fifth receiver. Correct. Then they'll go, then they go into big packages where Gronk's the running back and, t- and the receivers are now essentially tight ends blocking yep. on the edge. Tebow would have been a better Gronk in that high-tempo offense. Yeah, he definitely would have been. Because he would have played the tight end probably a little worse he than Gronk, played the but position, he would have played the running back better than He Gronk. could have played the position in New England like he did his first year at Florida. Remember his first year in Florida? Right, where he, was he, wasn't, the, team. he wasn't the starter. Right. He'd come in on the goal line, the jump pass. The was, wildcat. The wild, he threw that jump pass that was yeah. big. That's what he could have done in New England, or anywhere else for that matter. I say New England because they, they tried him out, but he was still so hell-bent on being quarterback that yeah. they didn't try him. <laughs> yeah, you're going to take over Tom Brady. Good luck, bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, no, that and ain't happening. You're 100% right. He was hell-bent on being only a quarterback that now that he's been away from competition and been away from the locker room and been away from teams. He needs it. He needs it. So now so, he's seeking any avenue possible. We'll see what happens. He should have he just bit the bullet and, tw- and six years ago been a tight end. Yeah, no, definitely. I don't I don't doubt it one bit. But it is a complete publicity stunt, and it's a publicity stunt, and you know it is when you're the Mets and you let him do the TV. Yeah. yeah. He just wants to do TV because he loves money. 
Well, I mean, he's no. He, Tebow really doesn't need the money. He doesn't uh, need the money. He doesn't need the money, but he he's a good analyst. I mean, he sounds good on on the mic. He, he's very he's, knowledgeable. He's a good good. But uh, if you're the Mets, this only helps you because of how presentable, right? Yeah. and how camera worthy he is. And, and now it's going to say ready. New York Met Triple A Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Here Fair. we go. He'll sell jerseys. Oh yeah. my gosh, oh, it'll be good. Basketball All Star LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's transition here. Yes, let's talk about my friend, your friend Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. You already knew where I was going here. Yeah. So I've seen two or three of his matches that he's done so far on the YouTubes. Great, great his matches. What would you give them? Out of they a look ten, good. Out of a 10 Granted, scale. okay, so he did one with Zack Sabre Jr., who just advanced in the Cruiserweight Classic to the Final Four. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. is probably the best British wrestler there is in the game right now. Uh, so he, he beat Zack Sabre Jr. We all know it's scripted, but he was in the ring with a very young, talented guy. Looked great. He did another match uh, recently with a guy who goes by the name of Chris Hero. Pitcher Chris Hero, built like me, but six foot three. Okay, so he's got right. the gut. Yeah, and, but he's got long hair. That's your not your traditional early nineties wrestler. Early nineties wrestler. Okay, so he's got the he's got the gut. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. wear a singlet, so he's just wearing the tighties, <laughs> knee, knee boots. So he's got his gut hanging it. over. I love it. But he's still pretty agile, as the Joey Savage is. That's and a, and so it's a different true. style of match. Um, and Cody Rhodes doesn't win this match. There's outside interference, but it looks good. Okay. Um, and he's got another match coming up here pretty soon. So, so far, they've been pretty entertaining. He's hit his spots. He's played to the crowd. You know, there's there's some guys who the internet just loves. Yeah. Uh, for instance, there's a guy who used to wrestle with WWE, uh, Damian Sandow. Yeah. WWE released, and now he's uh, Aaron Stevens is his real name. The internet loves this guy. I'm not a huge fan. He had a great he had a great bit with the yeah, WWE. I'm, just, I'm not he a was, huge fan. Fun. I'm not a huge fan of his wrestling when he style. He was Damian Mizdow. He yeah. was it was fun. It was fun. It, it doesn't it doesn't excite me when I watch him wrestle. But the internet loves him and he's making money. But hang on, let's team. get to the story here. So here's what we get with I Cody Rhodes. Story. I love this story. So for you guys that don't know, Cody Rhodes' dad is Dusty Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Uh, Dusty Rhodes was not born Dusty Rhodes. He was born Dusty Runnels. He was born Virgil Runnels. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he was yeah, even born Dusty Rhodes. Virgil Runnels. Virgil Runnels. So Cody's real name is Cody Runnels. His older brother, who is Goldust, his real name is Dustin Runnels Jr. I think whatever, or something. Yeah. Whatever. But so, but when he came, Dusty Rhodes had developed the Rhodes name before he came to the so WWE. When, came, when Dusty Rhodes came to the WWE, he owned the name Dusty Rhodes. And WWE has no problem if you have a history of wrestling outside the WWE. You come as in. somebody like CM Punk did. Well, a lot. Of, yeah, CM Punk is the uh, exception because a lot of people when they when they come in. They'll change their name. Well, they'll so, come up with a new gimmick. But if yeah. they're gonna if they're gonna be who they were, they let them stay like, who like they Brian were. Brian Daniels, right? His name wrestling was Brian Danielson, right? When he comes in, they change his name. They own the, the Daniel Bryan name, right? His, but na- the, but his name old, was Brian Danielson. They changed his name to Daniel Bryan. But the old model in the eighties, when the WWE kind of formed, and they brought in those those because Dusty Rhodes was like one of the three biggest wrestlers in the country. Dusty back Rhodes then. didn't make it to the WWE actually until mid nineties. And at that point, he was already, already he's established. Already, he's already he was huge. In one the, of the most important wrestlers. He was in huge in NWA in the eighties, right. and uh, they gave him a little crappy gimmick, and it's, it was it was bad. But he was already Dusty Rose at that point. So, so when you come in with your gimmick already intact, and they let you use it, you keep your name. Right. So when when Cody Runnels comes up, they give him the name Cody Rhodes to show so that he's, he's Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Right. So WWE. Owns Dusty Rhodes. That's and that's or, how no, Cody own, Rhodes owns Cody Rhodes. And that's how it works. The WWE, if they give you the gimmick, it's theirs. They own it. So now here's Cody Rhodes, who's been on the independent scene, and now they're saying, you know what, man, you can't use that name anymore. <laughs> that's our name. He now you're, has to wrestle under his real name, Cody Runnels. So now they're they're starting to change it to where your book, his new booking 
They have him listed as Cody R. <laughs> but chances are he's going to go back to Cody Runnels, which right. it's not that. I mean, it's not that people know who he is by now, so yeah. it's not like oh, it's not who that is it's going to change. Here's the deal. Here's what I love about. I just like the WWE is sticking to their guns. Like, no, we own that name. Well, here's that is ours. You that pitched ours. a fit. You left the WWE. We literally just did a draft where you probably could have developed into one of our top guys because look at who we promoted. Yeah, thirty-four-year-old Finn Balor. We promoted all these other guys, and then injuries show up. You could have been a prime time. Could have player could have would have should have instead and i think the timing is relevant here instead of being a primetime player you know what we kind of realized now that we need you and you left so yeah. guess what you're not cody Rhodes. we anymore. want our name back that's right <laughs> get of our name and we might run a third Rhodes brother out there if we feel like it because we own it so it's, it's gonna be interesting because so we went to summer of champions three yes we did uh, reality of wrestling wrestling or the guy nearly by died. the way <laughs> Alabama Slam did by the way lighter. you can catch so go to youtube look up reality of wrestling They've released Summer of Champions. They've released it in um, forced parts. Uh, the first three parts are up. But look in the uh, third row of the uh, ringside. You'll see me in the Corey DLG and the North of Radio shirts. Especially when my boy Rex Andrews comes out and represents. You can see me standing up in all my glory, just cheering for Rex Andrews. By the way, I saw that Alabama slam on the ladder again. Oh, God, it's brutal. Vicious. Vicious. Being there live when it happened. Uh, okay, so so people, I know you. I know wrestling went, is fake. Wrestling is fake. It's, it's scripted. Planned out. It's scripted. When in in reality wrestling, there were a lot of people there, but not a, not enough people. More people could go to something like this. Definitely, you sh- you guys should go to local wrestling. It's a lot of fun. You have fun. It's cheap beer. It's fun. It's entertaining. The whole room went stunned silence when they did this move. Yeah. They have a ladder pinned in the corner. Uh, an Alabama slam is essentially you've got the guy draped over your back and you kind of fling him forward. forward. And so they fling this guy, like, almost through the ladder. He hits this ladder so hard, the whole room hears it. The whole room stops. He obviously loses the match because he gets knocked out. There's a last man standing, and he could not stand up. (laughs) After this. But but go to... But he gets a standing ovation walking back to the locker room. Go to YouTube. Look up Reality of Wrestling. They're also every Sunday morning, I think at 10 o'clock on the CW39. Watch Reality of Wrestling. But Kurt Angle was there. Yes, he was. And we were both like, how is this guy really going to wrestle? Like, so the reason we asked that is because when he got in the ring, I realized right away, being a victim of leg injury myself. He was walking very gingerly. Both knees, neither knee straight, both knees slightly bent, which means he's he's using his whole leg to hold himself up yeah. instead of just walking normal with his knees and ankles. So, it's, But what I'm getting at is, in a few months, my new favorite wrestling promotion WCPW, okay. What Culture Pro Wrestling, the British wrestling, British group? based. Uh, he will be fighting Kurt Angle one on one at their Cody huge, Runnels. Cody Runnels versus Kurt Angle, a big event. There's no way this is actually going to be know, a wrestling event. I don't, event. I don't know I don't how understand. it's going to go. I, I'm excited to watch it. Watch WCPW. Look up their. Uh, I need. I need. To, you've look been up talking about it for a while. Will Ospreay, amazing. There's a guy Martin Kirby, amazing. So, so cut this short because I want to talk about what we, what we thought we were going to talk about before about the big fish little pond argument. You were talking about. The guy who just made it into the cruiserweight for uh, final four. Oh yeah, we were gonna talk about that last week. Let's get yeah. into it real quick. Yeah. Check out WCPW on YouTube. So, Noam <laughs> Dar, I um I become a huge fan of this guy. He's the Champagne Supernova. That's his nickname. That's such a good nickname. He was in the uh, he was in the cruiserweight that. classic. He just recently lost in the quarterfinals to Zack Saber Jr. Who I mentioned earlier. But he earlier. did sign with the but WWE. But he has signed with the WWE. He will be part of the cruiserweight division. That's good. And I was telling Corey here, and we were talking about this. We wanted to get to it last week. Didn't make it. This guy is huge in, in Britain. He's the heavyweight champion of one of the, the British promotions. So he's carrying a whole promotion. When you're the champ of a, of a local promotion, it's a huge deal because he, you are the face of it. He's wrestled twice on uh, WCPW. 
I mean, he's traveling all over the world. The kid's young. He's been wrestling since he was 15. He's only like 21, 22, really I think. Impressive. He, he's very young. He's very entertaining to watch. He's got a mix of technical and a mix of high-flying stuff. And so what I was um, approaching Corey with here is the Cruiserweight Classic, while you will be in the WWE, you're fighting for a title who really has no prestige. You're not like big man on campus. It's like you're fighting for an intercontinental title or a heavyweight title. You're basically the Cruiserweight yeah. Championship. Now, it's going to be exciting because there's a lot of exciting young cruiserweights in it. But I was bringing up the point, would you give up being the star in an entire country and on the indie scene worldwide to be lumped into like one um, weight class in the WWE? You'd be in the WWE, but you're basically going for the cruiserweight thing the whole time. Yes, 100%. Yes. Yeah. Here's my answer. And here's, here's, Go ahead. You know, here's where, here's I, I, don't, where, I don't know yes or no yet. I don't know. I, no, it's, it is yes. It, I'm telling you it's yes because here's how it works. Here, how do you tell us if how I'm if I'm the, the breakdown if I'm the best player in the Chinese NBA league right okay and I get a chance to be the ninth player on the Milwaukee Bucks I don't think which I is like that. the 28th best franchise not only do you do it they do it every time these guys are regularly drafted and sometimes the contracts prohibit them from going right away and it takes a year or two to get the contract right, right. right? but every chance you get uh friend of the show uh Dio Demo Donatus Montagunis. Was MVP of his league at 20 years old. So but picture the idea of staying in your league and dominating it for 15 years and being the greatest player in the history of your here, league. Here's the difference, though. Here's the difference. They're coming over to the NBA where they can contribute and be a part of a team sport. Wrestling, is, wrestling team is all sport. individual. No. It's all individual. So it's you come not. over here. If, you if, he comes have... over, if he gives all that up and he comes over here and all he does is one year in the WWE chasing the cruiserweight challenge and never the cruiserweight title and never gets booked in anything higher than that. Was but it, it worth but if, it? If he's if he's a good enough wrestler, wouldn't he develop that kind of following? Yes. Um, yes. If you've watched WWE, yes. it's not always about how great the wrestler is; it's what management wants to do. No, that's not true it's because true. there are wrestlers. Daniel Bryant would not have had a title if it was up to the true. WWE. Daniel Bryant got the title because the fans pushed him through after a year and a half. The, the WWE keeps pushing people. The WWE has an agenda, but they also do. I just hope some of these guys. I've seen them wrestle all over the world and on YouTube and stuff. I hope they come in and they get more of a chance than just the cruiserweight title. But see, you're doing you're doing what Cody Rhodes did, where you say it's just, it's just. Yeah, the opportunity. It's a a step. The opportunity to be in the WWE, first of all, is an honor because it is the highest level of what you're doing. We'll see. There's not a bigger machine to be a part of. There's not a bigger promotion. The WWE regularly trends bigger than any topic on Twitter. That's true. It's That's typically true. the biggest trend on Twitter when a, when an episode airs. Oh my god, we got ten seconds. You can't be a part of anything bigger. Nico, play that music. Yeah, gotcha. let's go out with me being right. You can't be a part of anything bigger than the WWE. We'll go out with the DLG So how can ramp. you possibly balk at the? Yes, it's should, should I stay or should, should I go? go? Exactly. You go. You go. That's what happens. We are Nerd Thug Radio. I'm. Joey Savage, Corey DLG, Nico DLG, Bebop Rocksteady, talking nerdy to you. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. NerdThugRadio.com. Should I stay or should I go? Thanks for checking out this production on Old Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star, check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 
936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show? Yeah, contact Dick Schistler at Dick at IRLoneStar.com or by phone at 936 647 5747.